If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Stuff.biz. 497. Times like this, I look into the uh, I look into the camera and like wish I knew what the hell I was doing. See this like shadow on my mustache? Like mm-hmm. that's not a mustache, it's just a shadow. This is the good stuff. The right stuff. Men of our race are still being born with the right stuff. The Jewish apocalypse. And then we're like we're like trapped at this little table. And Alex had just Floats in the background. So I'm like iffy on whether I even want to. That story we were just talking about, I'm iffy on if I, uh, if I want to even talk about. Well, it. I was talking about something else. I, mean, I figured we would do that. I, mean, I, I was flowing. It looks like it's. I was it, like flowing into some a thing with my intro. Oh, sorry, I wasn't. I was reading this thing. What, what, what was it? What you go? I'll let you. I sorry, I fucked it up. I was talking about not knowing what I'm doing, video and the show, and us sitting at this small little small little table and. Alex's floating head, and today he's really floating there because his shirt is keying out. It's too close to green. It is okay. Brown. It's like, because I watched, for the first time ever, I've never seen one before. I watched some red letter media material this morning. Oh, yes, yes. And yes, I was like, wow, these guys are like us. Like, these guys are like us, but good at what they do. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, they have a nice big room they're sitting in. They have a big set where they do their, like, their nerd, their nerd group thing from. They have really great stuff. Yeah, I get. Um, yeah, no. They plan. They, they plan. They plan out bits that aren't very good. Like they over. They over deliver. They're not very. Like, when it's, it's better. Like when they do what we do, which is just be spontaneous and like give takes. So we never plan anything. No, when they when they plan like little gags, it's like like the one that I watched. It ended with a guy's monitor like exploding, and he was like frantically trying to like throw his stuff all over the floor. I was like, oh god, what's happening? And it was just like that's a little much. It's very but they, bad. But they do that on purpose. They're yes. being ironic. Yes, but it's very. I don't it doesn't think, matter. I don't think he was trying to be ironic by doing the physical comedy. I think he was trying to do physical comedy. But also, like, I don't know. Uh, from what I've seen, they just do bad acting on purpose. Yeah, but that's always they the are. Excuse, they're doing right? that. They do that too. But in this instance, it looked like he was trying to do the physical comedy. See, I've it, never watched this ever. See, I don't watch anything. Yeah. So that's important to people before even they said like, oh, but no, but this is something you should. Learn. I'm like, hey, I see the things I don't watch. Stuff, so. I want to yeah, see. You just I don't enjoy that type of entertainment, do you? No. You, you can read books, but you can't watch things on television. Yeah, well, this brain. wasn't television. This was yeah. YouTube. Yeah, no, I this get was it. the YouTube. But even YouTubes that I would watch, I, the ones I would watch would be like someone just talking to me. Yeah. Well, this like is that, three guys. This know. basically it's our show, but except that they don't really talk we about. Except minus they, all the. They talk about cape shit and Star Wars. Which is like we talk about that, yeah. But they have the same attitude towards it. Yeah, they're all they're very like skeptical and upset, and they're not like as a they don't talk about Jews, but but that's who's behind. The thing that I was kind of sad about was like, wow, these guys. Do they know these guys Jews that do it? These guys are already I don't know. These guys are our age or older, and they they seem to like really care. Like 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 I'm beyond like I don't care about Star Wars and Cape Ship anymore. Oh, I'm glad that it sucks. I'm like good. These guys shitty. These guys care. They're like upset that it sucks. And yeah, but. and I identify with that a touch, or at least I used to, because they. I watched. I watched. They did a review of. They did a review of the what's the Star Wars one? Last Jedi. The, the was it Episode Eight? I think. 
and mm-hmm. I could he- I could hear in them how much they regret not liking how bad they want it to like be a nice cool add on to the thing they liked Fucking as a kid. Case. And like that's how I used to think. I was like, I why can't why can't there just be more movies that contribute to this childhood nah. attachment of mine? And I could just have fun. Like, no, I can't have fun. No. And they can't have fun. They're having a great time uh, making fun of it and shit. I mean, I loved comic books when I was a kid, too, but... I mean, you still do. I'm well over it, though. I haven't looked at my comic books in years. And I don't care about them. No. Years. So are we going to burn them? I don't want to do that. (laughs) They're worth money. (laughs) They're worth money. I can burn some of them. We can find some of them to burn I'll find. I'll pick out some stuff. Oh, jeez! If you're, if you're shit I'm, testing me, I'm, I know I don't want to ruin your. I don't want to ruin your childhood. Uh, fun no, dude, my, my, my childhood is well ruined. The fact that I know that, that oh, all geez. this stuff is Jewish. Yeah, yeah not really ruined. ruined. No, actually, right. it doesn't ruin it for me. It's just like this is just something I've come like, to oh, accept. It's, like, well, it's actually like yeah, I can let go of this now. That's basically how, that's what's like Star Wars sucking so bad and being so Jewy is like I can let go of this now. I don't have to worry about yeah. this anymore. Yeah. Like I, this, this like this like stand in for like religious faith and purpose in, in life is like I, this is out of the way now where I can like search for actual well, purpose. What that stuff does though, what that stuff does, and one of the reasons that it's still even for us sometimes fun to go back and talk about the stuff we were the comic, the X Men stuff we we remember from being kids and things like that, and what the attraction that it has for Bugman is that it is a shared universe. It's a shared it's shared stories, shared mythos. With shared references that we can like feel, it's like it like creates a simulated community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the thing is that it's because we don't have any. Uh, Sorry, it's because we don't have any. You know, we we don't have any of those things on on the level of like a net. It's just like George Washington and the cherry tree or something like that. But other than that, not <laughs> really. So we don't have like any sort of like Hello, national. I'm Mike. Awesome, hi Mike. It's really great that like, I like autoplay. Like I'm anybody trying. that does autoplay, okay, Red Letter Media, autoplay on your YouTube channel. Don't do it. Yeah, some people Fucking are trying. Annoying. To, some people are trying to do shows. You know what else the, is annoying? This is, now that we're kicked off YouTube, it's like it's not. You cannot do featured top video on your YouTube channel without autoplay. You oh. cannot turn it off. So that's why I never did it on ours. So and that's also how you get. Like that's also how people get like high view counts yeah. on on that video. Yeah. Is like they'll juke it by making it. I there. never know that Mike was Mister Plankett. Anyway. Mike on Red Letter Media is Mr. Plinkett. Anyway. I love those reviews. I was given some... He really some res- take, he yeah. really ruined episode one for me, even more than just seeing episode one ruined episode one for me. <laughs> I, like, just never watched this channel ever. I didn't even know this was... I've never really seen it. No, somebody sent, somebody sent me... I think I might have heard about this. Somebody sent I me this... I watched it all the uh, time, actually. I know. I've, Alex has mentioned it before, and somebody linked me to this. Uh, this is where they're making... This is where they're pretending... They're like making fun of actual unironic like nerd podcasts on YouTube. Well, I was not done with oh, my yeah, take is, yet. Is, oh, all right, go ahead. Well, the point is that it, it does create that mythos with the shared referential universe sure. that everybody can can like you if you meet someone it's fucking, else. It's religious. Just, just, I know. Wait, it's just like, if you meet someone else thing. that like knows the same reference, like you feel this connection to them, right? Yeah. Like you're part of this community, right? Yeah. That's yeah, it's, and that it's has been hyper coherence. But the other thing is, what 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 has it done though? What does Cape shit do? It sanitizes that of any reference to a, a culture, to a people, to a religion, to anything that might make it controversial. Like these are perfect corporatized myths, right? right? They're like corporate myths. So they're not, it's like Superman, he's not, uh, you know, you can't take away the fact that he's he's white, but it's like he, he's, uh, 
He's, he's not any yeah, religion. He's, he's not any. You know, they try. There oh, was a, a religion, period right. where they tried to connect. Yes, I know. But like, <laughs> there was a period where they tried to connect him to like the all American hero and everything. And then Captain America specifically is like used to attack the idea of like nations and borders. Like, if you look yeah, at right. some of the shit that they write about him, and he, and it's all about like if if like this flag doesn't stand for like human rights and freedom, like it doesn't stand for anything. So it doesn't stand for any people. And so it's all very Jewish, but it's it's like it, you don't know that it's Jewish unless you know that those are myths stands, that Jews want to promote. It stands for people that love it. That's all. That's so, all. That's who it stands for. So what they are is they're they're sanitized, a sanitized myth, right? Because right. say you're like a Greek, and you're into like uh, you're really tzatziki into, sauce, and butt fucking. That's, that's a terrible. That's, that's a, a terrible Jewish, Jewish meme. I know. I did that's it on purpose. Jewish, so we could, it's just fake. so we could point it out. But like okay, like the the uh, the Iliad, right? Like mm-hmm. and and some of these heroes, uh, these are people that are like they're Greek, mm-hmm. they're Greek heroes. Like you can't and 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 by extension, larger Western heroes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't uh, and like they're fighting, uh, you know, well they're fighting Trojans, but the tro- Trojans are representing like you know, uh, the Trojans were located in Ilium, which is you know the western coast of turkey anyway the point is that's a story that's like specific you can appreciate it if you're from another culture but it's still culturally specific Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing for a lot of stuff and the thing with the marvel stuff and the it's it's all that stuff sanitized of anything like that so you can't say like this is a hero particularly for like white americans or something like no, it's global. Yeah. These are global you know, homos. It's literally global homo sanitized corporate yeah. mythos. It, it, That's it's, what it a, it's a shame when they do Superman movies. They don't have like an inventory of all the stuff on the warships, you know, like they do in the Iliad. There's pages yeah, and true. pages of exposition about these items and things. <laughs> well, that's the problem when you read ancient stuff, period, is like there's there's weird stuff in there that you're just like, can we get on with this? It's like the Bible, it's like, oh my God. Yeah, it's like every ancient, every ancient story has its begets. The begets, the begets. <laughs> yeah. But in the Iliad, it's like, yeah, like how many spears did they have? Oof. It's like, oof. A lot yeah. of spears. Then you get your embroidery. They also do genealogies. Embroidery patterns. They, they do in, genealogies uh, in there, too, as well. They yeah. do. They do genealogies in there. That's, that's why the Odyssey is a lot easier to get through. Who does the embroidery posting? Robert was that, Jordan. Was that Wheel of Time? Yeah, it's Wheel of Time. It's like the Wheel of Time is how long it takes to read about the embroidery. Yeah, it's like it's uh, the whole thing is about the embroidery, and then like, but and then there's a battle in the last. But now, the, yeah, the, the whole thing, yeah, then like the last hundred pages, he finally wraps it all up yeah. with it with an exciting, exciting right. battle scene. Tell you what, man, book six, the wrap up to book six is the best conclusion to a book he ever did. It was really good, very good. Even mm. though the funny thing is, I could read that book, even though I know that that's like the book equivalent of like cape shit. Like I still. Feel like it's easier for me to read that. I don't. I well, don't know. you can't call that cape. We have, let's not play fast and lose with these sword shit. Cape, cape shit, but cape shit is a specific thing. It's wizard shit. Cape shit is like Robert Jordan's not Jewish. Real time no, not Jewish. No, it's, it's not. not pushing you into a false consciousness about. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's not. not cape shit is it's specifically about that. Yeah, cape shit is specifically for that. It's for yeah. for for uh, just imposing on you a set of values that aren't natural to you. From the outside, a false consciousness, if you will. That's the thing. It's not Jewish values. It's also weaken you as a. It's not so much even the sort of cheesiness or the pleb tierness of the art form, because yes, a lot of people agree. Like the Robert Jordan stories are, uh, they're not like good literature, right? They're they're not, but they but they're not Jewish. So even though, and like another example of this would be Robert E. Howard, the guy that wrote the original Conan novels. Okay. Uh, these are these are 
definitely not Jewish. In fact, the guy was probably anti-Semitic. <laughs> and uh, in fact, he wasn't. And the Conan novels even have stuff about race and things in yeah, there. Sure. And so even though that, again, the tier of entertainment is the same. It's that level. It's for like the kind of thing you read when you're like 12 or 14, right? So it's like for that, it's for like young young yeah, people or like, young adults or whatever. And it's it's like magic and sorcery and wizards and stuff. But without Stan Lieberman, it's, it's not it's, yeah, it does, It's not being done by like Stanley Lieberman. I think yeah. it's Stanley oh, Lieberman. Is it Lieberman? Lieberman, Lieberwitz, whatever. Whatever. Same it, thing. It doesn't matter at this point. So it's a lie either way. Yeah. <laughs> so... But yeah, uh, I was sent this clip of uh, Red Letter Media, and they they say a lot of things that we would say. They talk about product and endless consumerism. They, yeah, that's, they, that's the next product guy. Yeah, yeah the guy he, and the other. If you go the other the other guy he's sitting next to. Is oh, is that the, him that actually said that? That's his co-host here. Yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. He's got a great line in here. It's like, you, he, and I'm not going to play it because I, I don't didn't know, where know it that is. that was a. That, I mean, that's, that's Mike. Yeah, his name is Mike, and he says you can only turn your hat so far sideways to hide that you're 52 years old. And what was missing from that <laughs> line was, and still watching comic book movies. Yeah. Like, that's what actually, like, he didn't say that, but that's what was in my head. It's like, how do you turn your hat sideways? And <laughs> yeah. Also, imagine if this guy was like an Iliad fanboy instead of this. He'd have, like, spears and shields and, like, bows and arrows and stuff. On and he'd have one. an inventory look, for how many of them he has. Cooler. Like, but know. he's making he's making fun. He have like plates of armor and like he's greaves. making fun of these streamers. Yes, I understand. He's I not. Understand. This is and he does. But they still, do they very have well. all that shit because it's sad that there are people. I mean, they're making the fun of it. Side, but, yeah, but it's sad. But they care. They still yeah. care, which yeah. bugs me. But it, like, there are people that actually love all this stuff being doled out to him to them, and they think it's all great. And that actually makes that makes anybody sad, I would think. But mm. they go on a nice little rant right here. I just want to see if we can play a little bit of Through it. Places like Directv. Dish Network, Cox, Comcast, Time Warner, or Spectrum. That's right, Jay. And people also have accounts with streaming services, too, like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Sling, YouTube TV, and so on. Oh, God. Hold on. I got I to gotta write all of these down. I have nothing but a TV and rabbit ears at home. All I- right. See, this guy's not funny. I don't like it. Like, he's the one forcing his bit. I've been getting nothing but static for years. I thought it was just me. Oh God! I gotta, That's the next product. I gotta sign guy. up for all yeah. of these streaming services right now with this credit card I found on the ground in the parking lot. That's not funny. He's not good. His delivery is terrible. The bit, the bit is somewhat funny, but his delivery is really bad. Rich, is it, is that someone else? Anyway, I guess we don't have to watch it. But they go, yeah, on, they go, in, they go. In. You missed a good bit. How did you? What's a good bit? Get excited good for next product. Where? How did you find That's the not That's not on this not video. This is the one I want. Yeah. It's the only one I've ever seen. That guy in the middle, though, that bug man looking guy in the middle, he's the one that says that. Yes, and he's, the, so they're being critical. <laughs> and I knew that, of the regime. I, picked but I, that I, uh, I picked that up when I, when yeah, I, right. I could tell, I didn't know that, I don't know anything about Red Letter Media, I actually never heard of it hmm. until you started talking about it this morning, frankly, but yeah. um, I when I saw that little clip of him doing that, like I knew it was somebody making fun of it. Like, right. You can tell that, but it's still a good meme. It's right, but um, do they understand that they've birthed that meme and that that's a meme? That's... I don't know. Probably, I don't know anything about them. I've, I've watched. Just like two. get excited. I've seen two. I've really seen funny. two of their videos now. <laughs> this Just one, like get excited. Get excited. Yeah. That's always but, um, funny stuff. They go into a, he goes. In, they go into a long rant about all these different, all these different pieces of cape shit in sci-fi that are coming out, and they talk about the different streaming services, and they keep adding like, oh no, you won't get that on this one. You have to get this one. And they <laughs> they basically it's funny because they they do a really good send up of how these this like entertainment capitalism fucked itself. They um by just creating all like how many ten dollars a month services can you have and how many oh, do you need and how how many how many like 
Like, how many, like Star Wars is going to be creating these made for streaming service TV shows now. They're not going to do movies anymore. And they've got well, all everyone's these, doing it. Yeah, but it's like, but you have to like have three different services to be able to see them all. Warner, Are they going to be on different ones? I, I don't know. Yeah, no, this is but a, it's this just is a, a really like this is Disney, and they're all they're all owned by Disney. So it's basically Disney like raking in all these. It's amazing. It's amazing how like okay, the cable TV model is dying. The so pay to play is is in, but now like everybody's trying to pay to play. What's the consumer supposed to do? Yeah, it's it's like it's like they replaced it with an even worse model. Yeah, it's like what's going to happen? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because I've had this conversation too about how well I gotta I gotta subscribe to this service if I yeah. watch these movies, right. and then I gotta subscribe to this other service for these movies. Just don't watch the movies. Exactly. That's what's gonna have to come down. You just have to let it go. Stop. Just like let yeah. it go. Let it go. I mean, if there's not one thing you can get everything on, then fuck it. Like it's it's just like. I mean, I would I would be cool with like an Alucard <laughs> channel that did like I don't know sci-fi like the old sci-fi channel used to be okay this guy just makes great like again in still shots i, 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 I sent you the clip by the way it's only six <laughs> seconds i mean you see the clip that everybody's seen a thousand times yeah it's a good clip i love reruns rerun like you've been watching uh fat albert no that's not fat albert. <laughs> what, what rerun from reruns not from fat albert he's from that other black show the non-animated way. The other funny thing is when you watch product, if you consume... Don't ask questions. Just consume yes. product and then get excited for next product. He's got his X-Men shirt on there. See, when I saw that, I didn't know that that was these guys. I didn't know what they were about, and I didn't know he was actually making fun of the idea. Yeah, well, that's fine. Either way. I thought, he was, I thought way. he was a Bugman cape shit fan who had a problem with one particular Yes, outlet. actually, that's, that's what, what I, I thought, thought it was. as well. I thought that he, he was, was mad at one particular product yes. creator who was like... He felt like they were they were short taking advantage of, yeah, yeah like they were like no all these people want me to do is just yeah. keep buying their products it's like well yeah so I don't know how I feel about this it's just like let's get this is a nice wide shot of the whole thing it's like I identify with all the things that they're saying I just I don't care anymore I just don't give a shit dude I'm yeah. like happy for these things to suck yeah and and I'm and happy for them scary. to expose them expose it as bullshit I mean I also don't see this this number this proliferation of the number of streaming services is particularly a problem. Like, I don't give a shit. Like I remember, you know, I had at one point I I had a Netflix like a long time. Well, I ago. just want people to know. Uh, I just want people to open up and no, wake up and notice how they're getting fucked. How true. they're getting so fucked. Like that everything you know, you're supposed to love this stuff. You're supposed to, these are supposed to be like the the myths that you dude, just base fucking, your life foundation just on. Pirate this shit, dude. Fuck it. All right, but you're just getting outside the point. You know, it's like right. you're taking these pe- if people, you need to watch them. People that are looking into this stuff. For like spiritual guidance, you know, like Luke Skywalker is not just Luke Skywalker; he's Jesus Christ for X for Gen Xers. Yeah, and you know, and they they try to f- do the same thing with Neo in the Matrix. You know, it's like, and people that look to this stuff seriously to like have more product to like to like give them these values. It, it's like you've got to notice that like you're being nickled and dimed to death to see it all now, and because you know, yeah. like you're not you're not just a fan of one of these things. You love Marvel. You love. Whatever's in Disney, you, yeah, no, you, they, love, they, you, you love Batman, like, you yeah, love you, you love you Star Wars, right. you love Star Trek. I mean, you know, this this is all this is all a big data set, and it's all and it all pushes the same like kind of values that you are open to, of heroism yeah. and underdogs and rebellion and da 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 and anti authoritarianism. Yeah. What, what, what you should shit. be watching is Dark Crystal: Age Resistance. Yeah, right. <laughs> about, about the Jews. Yeah, that's about basically the, these uh, these goiflings getting red pill. Goiflings. Is it really? Is <laughs> oh it, yeah. Is it obviously about the dude, Jews? Dude, dude, I I'm on I guess episode mm. eight of that, and it it is actually kind of horrifying to watch because you just can't help but Why let the anti-Semitic mind. So? 
like draw all of these parallels to what's actually happening in American civilization. And you're so like, are, oh my god, what are done? Jews involved in the are Jews the involved in the production? Skeksis are oh. Skeksis. Oh, just involved in production. I don't know. It's just they're using. They're actually you. They actually used the same puppets from the movie. Huh. They, they still had still those had around. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Chamberlain and all those Gexies, and they got like it's the same puppet. I mean, there's obviously Will Chamberlain. Yeah, Will Chamberlain's <laughs> in there. The appeaser. Um. Well, fuck. I was just gonna say something. I forgot what it was about about well, the Skeksis at, at and one stuff. point. They're Shit. trying to offer ties to Skeksis, right? And one of the uh, the Goiflings can't actually give the tithe. And the Skeksis like, oh, God, oh. you wound us so. Why do you hurt us like this? Yeah, that's exactly And I'm like on the edge of my seat like, holy shit, they, they must know. They're crying out, <laughs> as they, crying out as they're striking you. How, why do you hurt us yeah. like this? You don't give us a tithe. Well, they do kill them. I mean, I, I didn't get this far. I don't know. Have many Jews like spoken up and said like we're worried about well, this? Well, someone was saying that like the Jews have to be careful to not complain about yeah, this. Yeah, that's because, what like, saying. Like, yeah. They can't get offended. You don't, like, don't want to do like, that. Yeah. What do, you see? what do you see in yourself here, Jews? What's the problem? You know, like that's an interesting thing. But um, I was saying, we that should. I mean, a thing that, that might I be saw, a thing that people might want to meme. Do you know what the full title of the Dark Crystal television series or Netflix series is? I have no idea. Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. So they're trying to do a thing trying where they're like making about Trump. They're trying to make it about Trump. And when you think about what tr- all of Trump's done for Israel and who is a real massive, like I'm, I can't, I can't really get mad about that. <laughs> it's like we are resisting Trump. Like we're resisting Trump as much as like shit libs are. It's like please. Stop doing. Stop bending over for BB so much. Stop being so. Can you be a little less Jewish, warmth? But so it's like, yeah, he's definitely like the head skeksis. They actually, of course, they, obviously, they want a different outcome from that. But yeah, Age of Resistance. Oh, no, no, no. They, they so that's why. So that's Trump. what. So that's why they're. Oh, do they? So that, that's why they're able to. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that's always like blowing yeah. snot out of her fucking? No, 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 no. Beak? It's it's not skeksis. It's 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 oh. literally it's one of <laughs> one of the goiflings tries to suck up to the Jews, and <laughs> the Jews laugh at the Jews laugh at her. Wow. <laughs> Oh, I'm like, telling you, it's the the more I watch, that's how you have a big I'm blonde like, mop. I guess I should make. I guess I should pay attention when my kids. Can are we watching. look up who like the producers and writers of this are? Because I'm I'm curious. All right, well, I'll do that. You keep talking. All right. Uh, so I mean, I remember. You know, I mean, the thing is, it's like what I wonder is these kinds of things, and we looked at remember like the the Harry Potter thing and the Goblin Banker and these kinds of things and these images of people that look like this. Yeah. That are like money grubbing and and things like that. Like these are things that I think are embedded in our consciousness. I think if anything is in like I don't want to start using like and pretending like I understand concepts or anything like that, but like like a Jungian thing maybe or something like that. Is that, is that an accurate way to talk about this? Like like yeah, like a in particularly with whites, like with Europeans. Like I don't know if there is this if the if Asians have a shared uh, subconscious like this, where they or if theirs is different. They have different uh, things that are embedded in it, but this uh, idea of this person that looks like this and behaves like this and is is doing the crying out as 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 they're struck and is doing the you hurt me when you when you don't let me rip you off and you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like the is this a th- is this a th- I mean I I think it's a permanent part of the European subconscious I think I think it's or unconscious whatever I don't know the proper words for this according to Jungian psychology or whatever the hell you want to talk about but uh, I think everyone gets what I'm saying. So well, my question sort of is like, like that's why I want to know if Jews are involved in this I'm because a lot this. of times well, I'm here. I've got, I've got the, I've got the, who's like the writers and directors. Well, this is based on a prequel novel series too. Is the other thing. Oh, I'm were there sure novels the that went with this? I thought they were just pulling this out of their ass. Okay, that's why oh, it's so no, good I'm then. Surprised too. If, if, yeah, because usually like left to their own devices, yeah. like when TV or movie studios decide to do like a prequel or like do other lore within the universe, like you basically get 
What's well, happened get, to Star Wars? You just yeah, get yeah. shit. You get shit that doesn't have but any. This actually, any this actually having like a. But the fact that it was based on novels to begin been, with, yeah. and this was this was this was George Lucas, right? Or was it Spielberg that did the Dark Crystal? Who did it? I don't remember who originally did it. I know there was I know there was like Muppet stuff, but I don't know. Like, oh, Jim Henson. It was yeah, Jim Henson, Henson, but I don't know like yeah, what Jim the Jim Henson's like. Uh, these are passion project. Yeah, Jim Henson. So Jim Henson was series, probably woke. So series directed and written by this Louis Leterrier. Leterrier, L E T E R R I E R. Oh, he's French. Okay. Yeah, that's a French name. Yeah. So he's going for the Incredible Hulk unleashed in the in transporter. Wow, this guy's really done. Very not very much. Okay, directed. And then if we go down, oh, is that you look at the original one there? Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to see. Um, Louis Letelier. Letelier. So however you want to. Oh, God. Neil Sterenberg. Was that a Swede or a Jew? Uh, that's the, I don't know. That's the star. That's the cast. But well, That uh, doesn't matter. I'm just curious. Like, producers, producers directors, Jeffrey, writers. Jeffrey Addis, Javier Grillo, Mark Sarsh, Lisa Henson. It looks like there's like French people. Vivian involved. Lee, Louis Letelier, Blanca Lista, Will Matthews, doesn't Rita, sound very Rita Marie Perugi. Cameron Richardson, Holly Stanford, and Tim Wellspring. Those are the, those are the. That's the list of producers. Okay, so executive, yada yada yada. Yeah, yada, Jim so. Jim Henson. Um, I have people have told me they think Jim Henson was woke based on messages they picked up from from the Muppets, and I'm like, it could be this guy's Puerto Rican, or it could be that Jim Henson, while not being woke, just had a Gentile sensibility. Yeah. And so embedded into his stuff what were, were themes that, you know, you don't feel dirty about. Right. You know, or, or like things that you can relate to that, while maybe not overtly, like, woke on, on this issue. Now, Jim Henson was also raised as, as a Christian scientist. I don't know if that means... That's what I wanted to look up. Like, what was he... No, how I was he was raised as a Christian scientist. How was he raised? Yeah, so I don't know if that matters relative or not. I mean, because Christian science could be a lot of different kinds of that, right? So I don't know. But I do know that... There are people who have come to me like, oh, I've, I've been seeing old, I'm watching, because they like they don't want to watch anything new with their kids, but they'll watch like old episodes of the Muppets and stuff with their kids, and like, yeah, this guy, this guy was woke. Like, he, there's things in here. I'm like, is he woke, or is he just like, he's, just he, he's not trying to corrupt your kids? Yeah, he's just... And a, so you're like, okay with it, right? And uh, and the Dark Crystal is a goyish story. Oh, yeah. Incredibly. And and I guess this new series is too, and apparently his daughter or his uh, wife or something like that is involved. Whoever Lisa is, yeah. Like, probably his daughter. I would guess. I would imagine. Um, and so, yeah, and it looks like the other people involved in this are, are French. And, and, uh, well, this not... Javier Grillo marks out, which, which has like marks oh, right. in it. That Marxist. Guy, yeah, that guy's Puerto Rican. Okay. Lisa Henson was born in Westchester County in May 9th, 1960. I mean, you have to look into the backgrounds of some of these people, but it, it doesn't seem like this is a particularly, uh, Jewy. Yeah, daughter of Jim and Jane Henson. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just saying that could be why you're picking up some of this stuff because again, well, if, there's a, if there's a series of novels, then the also, thing is laid out I mean, for you. Mm. Well, that's the other thing. So, but but even so, Jews will they'll pick and choose what they're going to do, and like look at what J.J. Abrams does to oh. Star Wars, right? Like well, that is what you get with Jews. This is the thing I learned. Now, he's from, particularly this is the thing bad. I learned from Red Letter Media. Okay, was it like there was no direction given to these people to create to continue the Star Wars story? They were just handed the project. Like go to town, so J.J. J. Abrams was like just he didn't have he didn't have any any material to corrupt. He just 
Right. Did his he thing. said what he wanted. Yeah. And, and so what second, you're getting so is what you're getting is you're getting unadulterated ju- Judaism. Yeah. Then you're right. getting you're getting race mixing. You're getting gay propaganda. You know. You're yeah. getting like Jewish values unfiltered, and that's what J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams is particularly bad, and he he even says like they cucked on the race mixing sort of the the, the black kid. Oh yeah. They gave him to that ugly like chubby Chinese girl that everyone was mad about. Oh yeah. They did that, do that's, that. that's, that's what right. they did. They, they they knew like I don't know they must have known like this is gonna work if we oh. give give this guy the, uh, the skinny well, it white have girl been a, that must not have played well with Chinese audiences yeah right well I feel like the the whole thing was actually like they they couldn't help but over like if they had done a movie with just like white people yeah uh, it would have been more popular mm-hmm. and it would have been commented on by the commentariat mm-hmm. but normal people would both have watched it and not thought about it and then not even seen these, this controversy. Yeah. But they put like the way they put the race and gender stuff front and center in those movies. Like it, it, it really, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to say like they couldn't go so far as to have like Ray and Finn, like to ship them together. But like, which I assume was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's like, maybe it's just, I don't know. I don't yeah. know why they didn't. I mean, it's, they didn't all really know, need to. It all wasn't... I know is the, the the second one that they did is like it's not just people like us that like the fans don't like it. Like no one was pretending that this was a, like they basically ruined. No, it's awful. Is they ruined. A, they ruined they the whole franchise. The, it's like the fans third don't like one it yet. Or is that third one's on its way. They were they were talking it's about be the trailer garbage. stuff. Of course, it's going to be garbage. So like the first one was garbage, dude. Like the first one, that, the one from a few years ago. Oh, first one. Yeah, that was that was absolute trash. That was terrible. Fucking. Garbage. I, I found this Reddit thread on uh, Dark Crystal, the new series. This is great. This person is uh, oh, yeah? deeply concerned. They're asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> oh, really? Why are all the Why are all the elves white and look Germanic or Scandinavian? Why does this female Skeksis have a Jewish accent? If the Skeksis are Jewish who are enslaving the people via taxes, how do you think people are going to receive that? Why is the bad thing called the darkening? <laughs> so this is somebody How trolling. About, yeah, it's best to be somebody. Trolling. But like, isn't it funny? Though, isn't it funny? Though, like, let's let's assume like total innocence on the behalf of the writers and creators. Uh, isn't it funny that you when you create a truly devious and diabolical enemy that runs a society through like soft authoritarian soft power and just like leeching off the people that actually make society morality like, sudden, and tricking like, you and yeah. suddenly everybody's everybody's anti-semitic detectors goes up it's like why is it when you create this perfect enemy Jews see themselves in it and everybody else sees Jews in it and gets like hey what do you guys think you're doing yeah i mean i think it's like that- what what if what if this person just sat down and be like i'm going to come up with the most devious like enemy elite class that i can and tell a story of like subversion from above and then and, and tell the story of some people like freeing themselves from from such tyranny and suddenly it's like, wait a minute, you're talking about Jews. It's like, well, now, do we know who wrote the original novels of the Dark? I have no, I did not. That's another. I didn't know there were. Be. I didn't know there were novels. I thought Jim Henson made this up. The Dark Crystal novels. I am yeah. googling on the show. Actually, I'm quanting. Quanting. I'm quanting. Quanting. I don't use Google. I use quant because I don't. I want to have only like three results well, on quant my page. Quant is not actually quantum. No, it's not quantum. Like, like there are there are infinite other results you could get because quant only shows you like three at a time. Mm-hmm. So there are infinite alternative quantum like uh, results to this uh, search that I just did. Uh, Dark Crystal. I just get the uh, fantasy. Yet yeah, I'm not getting anything about a book release. Yeah, not no- oh, the, there is a novelization that oh, novelization. In the film was written by A. 
C.H. Smith. Henson took keen interest in novelization and considered it to be a legitimate, legitimate part of the film, just an advertisement. There's not source material. The prequel novels prequel came novels. out later. Okay, they were put out on July yeah, they, they came out 2013. Later. So, was that just not the... Uh, that was before the new age of anti-Semitism, I guess? So That's when anti-Semitism... They were put out on July 1st, 2013. They're, they're, they're drawing from the same uh, history as the rest of the thing. So. Yeah, so this is actually... It looks like this is Jim Henson's original concept himself that he he's one of the lead lead conceptual people so it was original material and uh okay so it was directed by jim henson and written by this guy david odell and i'm sure henson had a lot of input into the story so they had like yeah and like people have told me you know henson henson is not jewish and that if you look at his material he does not seem to have a uh he did not seem he he has a goy sensibility and so even if he's sort of like despite himself he creates this. That's the other thing. When you get Gentiles that are allowed to be creative on their own, uh, well, what do they do? Oh, this is man. what they do, you know. And it's like he. I don't think that. I don't think he's dog whistling. I think he wrote a story about a classic yeah. type of villain, a classic type of of hero, and and basically, it's all good. You know, it's just you know, it's good. They and, take and, your money and they like have a machine that sucks the literal life essence out of you. To like to make their lives last longer. It's like what? Are, what can we? Yes. It's like, it's like it's wow. It's like it's like holding up a mirror to a Jew. To, it's it's like, like that's not me being. That's like they see themselves in that. That's what they're telling you here. That's why they're holding back well, so hard on not complaining about is, the series because they see this. They see yeah. this in themselves. Like wow, you've got an enemy that takes your money through that through taxation. Then they develop a machine that like sucks your life, your your, your life essence out through your eyes. And puts it in a cup that they drink from that 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 gives them long everlasting life as these ugly disgusting creatures who claim that at one point in time they used to be handsome and good looking. It's like what is yeah. it? It's like this is what they see in themselves. Like right, yeah. And, and they the see this in the, like, like, let that let that sink in. They see this in themselves. What do they though? This, Have they? Of I, course, I, I, I think they do. They just are refraining from saying. Yes, it they're refraining from they, saying. They are so. consciously refraining from saying yes. shit. You know they are because if you they search for anti-Semitism in the Dark Crystal, there's it's like hardly there. any returns. It's like <laughs> you guys are yeah. consciously steering clear of that one, aren't you? Well, I think that, and I think that post on Reddit is probably a, yeah, it's probably bait, but still, yeah, it's definitely bait, Funny. and uh, you know. So no, I mean I, I think it's interesting. I I you know, but again, my my theory no, what, on this is I don't believe that the Dark Crystal or Jim Henson are do, were doing this consciously when they created this. Uh, no, I don't think so. This story, I think he's just I don't think it's a so, story. But they were drawing from like the Goblin myth, right? They're Goblins drawing and from stuff, and that is based on that's based on that is absolutely beliefs. based on Jews. Like that's the thing. The the, the fundamental, like I said, the subconscious uh, shared mythos that in fact Cape shit is a corruption of. And Dark Crystal is a more pure expression of mm-hmm. that Jim Henson is drawing from the the sort of European uh, subconscious has this archetype in it, and therefore you know and and when uh, J.K. Rowling did her thing, you know when she wasn't trying to be woke or pro LGBT or whatever, she did the Goblin Banker too, <laughs> and people were saying like not they only saw that in themselves, not and they they did call that out because they that's and they're like not only is this uh, anti Semitic, it's a shame that J.K. Rowling is doing something so. But isn't it uh, funny tri- that nobody noticed? Nobody noticed until a Jew saw himself in that sculpture or that that painting, whatever it was, well, whatever the work. Was. 
you know who notices. Yeah. The same people who always notice. It's, yeah. it's, it's Jews and Nazis. Right. Nobody else things. nobody else had any knowledge of what Everyone was going else is on. Like, he was like, how do you, how do you yeah. like, I need you to make like an evil, like foreign looking, coin clutching bankster who's like doing evil to humanity. Please come up with this image. And like, what yeah. do you got? You get a little fucking, all that was missing Cook was the forelocks. Yeah. Mm. Goblin. Jewish yeah. accent. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> all I mean, the, all those Skeksis do talk like Jews. Yeah, they pretty much all do. It's is really there a fun. Bader Ginsburg Skeksis? There's one that talks exactly like Bader a Jew, though. Ginsburg. Like, she's she sounds like some sort of uh, yeah. fucking, like, Jewish mother. That's funny. Yeah, dude, they have to be like biting their lips off to not to not do this. I haven't seen this show, and I mean, I remember loving the Dark Crystal when I was a kid. Well, when was the last time you saw that? Cause that's Dark Crystal. Yeah, <laughs> just seeing the images, like, wow, those are Jews. Those beats. Uh, y- a long time ago, but I think I've looked up like clips to d- to hear yeah. the voices again and yeah. stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it's been a while since I watched the whole thing all the way through. Probably no, since these... I was a kid, but I. I mean, yeah, and, and tw- new... Twitter, of course, has been running wild with this using yeah. like images from this show every time they talk about jews mm-hmm. yeah no i mean i think that it would be you know, we should, you know somebody should call attention to this the fact that uh you know what are they gonna do it's a huge hit that's the other problem right of course it's a huge it's hit. a and, huge you know, hit people like it because it's it feels authentic mm-hmm. it's a good story mm-hmm. it's not trying to feed them a bunch of it's like the the morals and uh, the morals it's feeding you aren't like it's all not, this global homo faggot. Oh, I, I love that show. And it's, it's not great. some awful and it's not some awful like CGI like claptrap yep. reboot. Like it's it's practical. Well, they're doing yeah, they, the they, puppets, they use CGI right? in it, but they they do it the old school way where you try yeah. to minimize the use of CGI and hide right. it. You know, right. like right. Yeah. don't hit your head with it. Yeah, so I mean, it, it seems like this is. Uh, I mean, if it's a Henson thing, they have to be using puppets. Like, yeah, that's they're the using thing. again yeah. another thing. Like Henson was a craftsman. He insisted on the, the craft of puppeteering mm-hmm. rather than you you know using cheap computer effects right. to just churn out product. Like the product had to be, it was a, a piece of art. It was a you know he was putting him, and I'm not I'm not telling I'm kissing this guy's ass, but no, the guy was actually an artist and he had a vision and he would create oh, these things. It genius. wasn't just to churn out product. No. I mean, the, the original Dark Crystal. How long did that take to make? God only knows. It was a very involved production, you know. You just want to see um, headlines. And, you know, somewhat, somewhat. George Lucas did this even with the original Star Wars. Oh, like yeah. they, they took all this care and they said they actually have avoided CGI in the original Star Wars too. They only when they absolutely necessary. The rest of it in, in George Lucas is uh, even a lot of blue screen stuff. I don't want to kiss this guy's ass because he's kind of cheesy, but he he was even saying like, uh, if you can, you have to do everything with the set and with real props yeah. to yeah. the extent yeah. you can. There's no can shame. Only in, there's no shame in saying yeah. that in the first two Star Wars movies he nailed it. Like he hit the nail on the head for exactly what. Society yeah. wanted out of yeah. a film, out of a sci-fi fantasy film. He nailed it. I mean that the fact that they're still there's the fact that they're still like stomping all over that legacy, trying to like cash in on it now, like shows yeah. what what a yeah. good job that guy did. So well, they, they're they're doing that with Batman too, right? Like they're doing Batman. Oh my Batman. god, Batman Endless, is Jewish. Though. Is anybody else like upset about like <sighs> how many Jokers do we need? It's like they yeah. just keep like cycling through the like DC. Just is like DC is like the retarded like. Under younger brother of fucking Marvel, they just they can't get their shit together. Everything they do just is terrible. Well, they don't do uh, the way they go about their 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 movie universe is is very much different than the way Marvel did it, where they were doing a unified. I saw a clip. I I saw a clip of the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. It's like this is so unnecessary. This is just Joaquin Phoenix with face paint on. This is just how like this is just how like silly that guy is. It's like why does this movie exist? I don't. I know like everyone's like got this buzz about like the insult him and like this the theme of this film is going to be like the the lost. 
Forgotten white boy. I was like, I don't, I don't even want to hear about no, it. No, I don't want to see it that. Just I don't want to hear that stupid. shit. That is, that is, I also think, marketing. Yeah, it could be. I think the, I think, I think, although it did go, I think, a little bit far because I saw this article yesterday that was like, uh, like the military has, has like put out warnings. Oh, wow. That All like right. there might be All shootings right. at the, at the, at the movie. Oh, they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not releasing it at the place where the re- the redhead guy shot everybody at that last Batman movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, in also, a, in best a, best meme I ever saw. Do you remember the meme of him in court? There's like there's it's two panels. One he's like this, and then the other pan- and the other panel is like okay. Okay. meme of the shooter, and he's like his eyes are wide. And he's like having a real yeah. pain. Number one, like some of my victims got to meet uh, Christian Bale. Wow, some of them got to meet Heath Ledger. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> they had a thing where they like took people to meet the cast or they, they had cast members come oh, visit them fuck. in hospitals in the oh, hospital really? yeah so he's like some of them got to meet god. The like, oh my god brutal meme I probably didn't explain that very well I, but... get, I guess I get it because Ledger died it. very yes because Ledger died before the movie came out right, right, right. or as it was coming out or something that oh. was the the Joker but that it wasn't was... that one though that he did that was the he shot off the third Batman one. Returns or not Batman, not Batman Returns. The Dark Knight Rises, the second one. No, he shot up the third one, dude. He didn't shoot up the Bane post. He shot up the second one. I'm pretty sure nah, it was, it was the Bane the one, one, dude. You want to look this up? I don't think anybody would have made the Heath Ledger, Ledger joke that many years yeah, down the road, though. I don't know. It could be. Like, I don't, Absolutely. I, I sure they they would have. Would it doesn't have. matter, though. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. no this matters. Because what, when, what year did that come out? 2012? I don't even remember. Was it Aurora, Colorado? Now I got to look. I got to quant that. Aurora, Aurora, Illinois. Just look at James Holmes shooting. I guarantee you, it was the fucking third Batman. I remember this distinctly. Oh man, I just I misspelled shooting. I put shotting. Twenty twelve. Yeah. See. Boom. Boom. Are you drinking Boom now? No, I just drink Bang. Oh, have you seen Boom? I saw the picture of America. America Energy, red, white, and Boom. Is this like a Charlie what, that's Kirk a thing? Theme Yo, drink? that's that's on Amazon. Asmus, I'll 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 grab it for you if you want. You want to see it? Yeah, it's called Red, White, and Boom. Like <clears> it's a fucking it's a energy drink that is loves it Israel by Turning Point USA. And Customers also purchase statins. So it's it's, yeah, big, it's selling big in Botswana. How come this? Uh, how come this Wikipedia doesn't tell what movie it is? Well, we know what movie it was because it was 2012 when that's when the third Batman is came. that when it came out? Yes. Are you sure? Why Heath Ledger you... Joker movie was 2008, dude. Really? Yes. Jesus Christ, I'm so old. Yes, you are old. Terrible. This I is remember... interesting. Some sort of a quote here from Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. I don't think it's responsibility of a filmmaker to teach the audience morality. So that sets up kind of an interesting question. Here. Really? See, I think yeah. that, I think that, I think the filmmakers feel the opposite. It's like it's not our responsibility to teach them. It's not our responsibility to teach them me. Wholesome well, morality. Let's I mean, teach him an alternate one. That's actually yes. <laughs> a disputable. That's a that's a debatable topic. The question, the thing is, they do ultimately they do teach some kind of morality. It is the most it is the most effective way to teach yeah. morality. In fact, that's it, that's what the, the medium is. In fact, a shortcut in <laughs> yeah. so many ways to how morality used like, to be. Like you know what hard work it is to like raise somebody properly. Yeah. It's like it's way easier to just plop in front of a bunch of fucking yeah. shitty movies yeah. and you just like learn these ideas. And there's some people that do consider now I understand if, if there's like if you're making a piece of art for like adults maybe you want it to be like this is what I want it to be. Yeah. It do, it, this is not necessarily telling you what your life should be but then again what kind of good art are you creating if it doesn't have some kind of theme or message to it behind it? 
the only and it reason, doesn't, the only it doesn't have be, to always be like the only it, reason a piece t- of art wouldn't inspire like conversations and and analysis about what it means morally or culturally was because if it's if it's shitty. Yeah. Like any any piece of art, especially pieces of art that people really love, is like gonna you're gonna have conversations. Even stuff that's campy day. has that embedded yeah. in it. Like oh, there yeah. there is so so. But the thing is, like, so what is it? Just so what is your movie then? It's just some nihilistic just some visual. Thing. It's just there. It's just pictures people look at. Like just listen, you know what I mean? It's like listen to this headline from. Uh, so only, what else? Only, is only from only from only from Bugman late capitalism. We have this headline. It's in the it's in my quant results. It's a sponsored result. Supernatural final season. What fandoms do when long-running stories end? Kill themselves. What the hell is Supernatural? It's a TV show. My wife actually likes it. But, but just think about like what is to do, like what, what what to do when like the the purpose well, of your I mean obviously your fandom good. your fandom is over. Like you're still in you're in there's, the fandom there's of the dead products. Thing. But it's just funny, like, like, like dude. There's a of, lot of products. Well, out just think there. about the, think about the spiritual crisis of like you're part of this fandom and it's it's been going on for 14 years and it's over. Now it's gonna it's gonna be over. What are you gonna do? There's other what products. What are you gonna feel like? No, they, no, no, no. You have to. You, they, these people need to be guided to like let go of this product so they can even get to next product. No, I don't. Yeah, they're part of you're part of a fandom. Product. It's like you're you like you are a flock. You're a congregation, and your mm-hmm. religion has just ended. Where do you go? What do you do? How do you deal with the transition? I mean, we saw how the Jews dealt with it. What do you mean? Jesus. Oh. <laughs> when the, when their when their story ended, their fandom their fandom lashed out and had some people killed. Yeah, yeah. That's a difference. There's they had a big problem with the different fandoms. That was a, that was that was a, that was a, that was. A, <laughs> Yeah, that that would be a funny. Well, that's meme. the ultimate if, if toxic I, fandom, right there. Yeah, like, yeah, if I had thought about like how to how to squeeze that in there, it would be like yeah, yeah. Look, these for. the fan pages for the uh, the original prophets are just I don't know. Like they're they're really <laughs> I think that like the, look, I don't like how they're treating Christians. Uh, I, I, they're being ex- exclusionary and judgmental um, towards you know. Wait, if, that's if, what if I do. If we're fans of of Jesus. Uh, you know, you don't have a right to. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I'm it's not, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know enough about these fa- inner fandom fights. To like, because again, like I kind of look at well, all is, of this with fucking extreme well, levels because, of contempt. It's because they're not fandoms of Jesus anymore. They have these guys instead. Also, tell you another reason you should stop watching stuff. Generally speaking, because if you do watch stuff, you actually think is more important than it is because you've sunk time into it, and then you've also you're also thinking about it. So if you binge watch a show or something, even you're like, oh, I don't usually do it or whatever. You you want to you want to talk about it now. Like I, I, this is even this is, this is yeah. even happened to me. It's not even a fallacy. Case in it's point, just, I watched. It's just how like I have something I want to talk. Like, about. I watched Attack on Titan recently, uh, like I've never like seen se- it. several months ago, right? Uh, I, I I went through this series and I still haven't watched season three yet. So don't tell me what happens, Alex. But uh, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. Like I'm enjoying this. I'm kind of wondering what's happening. I want to talk. All of a sudden, I'm like, want to go out and make posts about it and talk about it. So. When I then stopped watching it because it was over, there was no new season, and I had moved on to just doing other things, uh, I, I I didn't feel like that anymore after a couple of weeks. Like, I was just like, oh, that's something. It was all right. You know, I don't even really remember all the, the, right. the characters' names yep. and stuff. Yep, yep. But if you're watching it, like, you want to do that. Right. And so then people get a, they get into that as well. So if you don't watch stuff, like, suddenly this stuff, all, everything looks dumb. And if you see people jumping in, and like posting about some dumb thing they're watching, you just your contempt is activated, and it's it is it, it, so I'm just you know that's just the thing that I'm saying because I, I notice 
having not watched anything in a long time, and then trying to watch Attack on Titan because everybody said it was anti-Semitic, which I didn't actually see. Uh, I did see some themes in there, but that's another story. It's always funny when that happens, but it's like, did you well, need to watch? Like, how many hours of the Attack on Titan is there that you have to like slog through? It's actually, it's actually the story is quite gripping. Oh, like right. you want you want to know what happens next? Okay. Trust you get me, like, it's sucked into it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so even like absent the anti-Semitism, which I didn't really see, but I uh, they're going to try and shoehorn it in somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. or whatever. But supposedly it's not anti-Semitism. It's like a commentary on anti-Semitism, mm-hmm. as usual. A commentary on anti-Semitism, like grug brain anti-Semites assume is anti-Semitism. I'm so sorry, tired of that happening. And oftentimes grug brain Jews do too, mm-hmm. because they're because they're like it's not for you to comment on this, right? Like, particularly Japanese, they don't do it in the way that the Jews want to. Like, Jews have a particular way they do Holocaust stuff. <laughs> so, supposedly, at some point, there's, Shoes. like, this like there's this race of people that are, like, put in camps, and they're wearing armbands, and it ends up that they're actually the ones that are, are the Titans or something, but then there's some other complication there where it's, it's like they're treated badly or something. I don't know. Anyway, it's not how the Jews would do it themselves, so they get mad. But, um, and, but then the fans are like, no, 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 but these, they're not all bad. Like, the, like the other people are bad, too. And, like, they think that's an excuse. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like, Jews get to tell their story. You don't ever get to take the lessons. You know, you don't ever get to be even the good enough goyim that you internalize the lessons they're giving you and try and teach them your own self. Right, like when they got got mad at Ramstein. For the right. uh, the Deutschland video where they did a they did a bit where they were in they were wearing the gold stars they were wearing the striped pajamas and they got they somehow got the better of the German guards and, and blew their heads off. They're not supposed to do that. The Jews were still mad. Yeah, because they're not. You didn't license this content right. from us. Right. You stole our trademark. Like, yeah, it's like we're supposed to be victims here. That no, that's literally like the Jews are literally yeah. like you stole our trademark and what you know what it was you know what, what they you know were what? doing is like as you know Germans what? we we like we do not like this portion of history and we disavow it. That's yeah, what and, they were saying. And you know what ultimately that, bit, that wasn't good enough for the Jews. You know what the Jews do though, like you know you know how you know what Ramstein can do to make it all better. Give half of the money from this video to the ADL. Well, they just they <laughs> they make out with each other on stage in Russia. Well, that's fine. That, they like they the Jews love that. Yeah. But my point is that like they when give money to it, yeah. a lot of times when these little controversies happen. It's literally just a shakedown. Yeah, and oh, what sure. happens is then, then yeah. when, once the donation is made, mm-hmm. the handshake is made, and then the the, the the forgiveness is given, right? And or or it's just like you know, don't do it again. But also, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's right. sort of well, like the Jews saw that is like, oh, yeah. Look, they're using the Holocaust. Oh, I'm offended. Okay, give us money. Yeah. I don't know if they. I don't you know. know. They never. I, never I don't know if they ever did. But I'm saying like that's that's a lot. If of times they ever did, would they announce it? I don't even know. But yes, the, the Jews. That's the point. Ramstein probably would. Well, the, the thing know. is, like, for anybody Whatever. that gets shaken down like that, there's an element of humiliation. For yes, it. that's true. Like, you can't be. Yeah, the, they don't need the if money. You, if that's you're true. the if you're the ADL's yeah. mark, and you get pressured because you did a bad thing Speaking to giving them money, and you make it the thing public, and you're the you're the and you're doing like, oh, I'm very sorry. Like, I'm doing this to make up for my previous. That you look fucking bad, no matter what. You look like a fucking faggot. Oh, whew. I was just thinking. Speaking of the ADL's mark, there the merchant minute is in my inbox. Thank okay. goodness. Wow! <laughs> so now we can stop filibustering. No, 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 I have more. You keep filibustering. I mean, I'm sorry. we didn't. Inter- so we're doing like an hour on. We're doing a cash potato famine hour here. Um, do I have that? What Throw it in the oven. No, I don't. What, is, what? Well, we talked about TV and entertainment. I might as well finish it up with. Okay. Um, our pal Evening News was giving us shit because on Monday I said that I had never seen the Rambo movies. Oh, okay. No, I mean I I knew like some broad strokes about First Blood, but that was it. So. They're they're all very short. 
just like the just like the mm-hmm. new one is. That one's only eighty nine minutes, and I think that that's 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 a bad sign. These ones were like ninety three minutes and ninety five minutes. That's not as bad. Uh, first I, all movies back in that era were, were ninety minutes. This had something to do with uh, film times. Well, it's, it's also it's generally have, like, if you rules. don't have if you don't have a film that's like really saying something like dramatic, like if you just have like a shitty action, like. 90s is what you want, but if you if you get like the 75 80 minute movie, like you basically are just trying to earn some of your some of your budget money back. <laughs> You're trying to break even because you've made a piece of shit for like millions of dollars. But um, I mean there was there was like guidelines like they didn't yeah. want movies going beyond 90 minutes, right? Depending, yeah, depending, uh, particularly yeah, this, this genre scheduling it at the cinema. Yeah, particularly like cheesy, yeah. right. uh, cheesy so, like action flicks. Like so, that. like the yeah. the Rambo's First Blood, it doesn't actually drop blood. Well, let me just say it does not mean it doesn't fit into like the meme of who Rambo is. Yes, he's not this like uncontrollable killing machine badass that's just like slaughtering, slaughtering mm-hmm. people that are, like doing him wrong. Like the this is a very the first film was a very like conflicted. There's like creeping yeah. nihilism. They hit on a lot. You said shit, Libby. There's conservative shit in there. There's like there's like support well, our troop shit in there well, because they're dealing yeah. with, they're dealing with the issues of post Vietnam and. He goes in. He has this breakdown at the end where he screams about being called a baby killer and spit on at the airport by when they were coming back and how he can't hold a job and nobody, you know, America hates the Vietnam vets. They sent us over there to win a war and then saying that like the bureaucracy didn't let them win the war, like they weren't allowed to win and blah 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 blah. That's very like eighties. Yeah, of dealing with all these but... dealing with all these issues that were, like I wasn't expecting. No, I, 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 the reason I said shit Libby because it seemed that it, it it could be also there was some of that stuff in it too. But it, basically, it was, was the, the sensibility of like the here you have like the white sheriff in the white town, There's conservative that town. Yes. That's why keeping it's... the rabble out. Right, and the that's, main that's a bad move to make. Right? I watched the so I watched First Blood yeah. and First Blood Part Two, which yeah. why did they just call it Second Blood? But both in both films like. It comes around to, well, the, the entire first film, the enemy is America, and in the second one, it comes around to the main enemy ends up being America. America's the bad guy because of what it's done to him. And in the first one, it's Brian Denny, who, I mean, I said to you before we were he talking about really this, do anything wrong. he didn't do anything wrong. He went about it a little bit the wrong way, it took it a little too far, but this fuck, basically the problem He's is- a little on the nose. The problem is, yeah, it's a little on the nose. The problem is Rambo shows up in this town- and he doesn't really look the way he should look. It's, it's Hollywood, so like his hair is like all nice and feathered, and he's yeah, beautiful. It's all he's, like, yeah, he's he supposed to looks be like cool, but he's supposed like, to be like a stinky, sweaty guy who's been on the road for like weeks yeah. without a bath. He's he just he should just look and smell like a homeless person. Instead, he's in what appears to be clean clothes. It's an old you know surplus army jack. He's got his sleeping bag, but he should stink, and he should look like he he doesn't look like he stinks. That's the problem. So when yeah. Brian Denny he picks him up and says like, hmm, which way are you headed? How about I give you a ride like all the way through town? Get the fuck out. Yeah. It's like because we don't want like homeless drifters, you know. Basically, you don't want them like you know, uh, congregating in your town and like having like a hacky sack tournament, and suddenly you've got like a, a Woodstock concert going. That's basically what he's thinking, which is <laughs> like back when that was possible. Yeah, but it's uh, but it's he goes a little too far. It's like he won't let him like get a bite to eat somewhere. That's 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 yeah, he still he tells much. him there's a there's diner up the road about thirty miles, and he's just like. And he's like, Why are you going here? He's like, Yeah, that law is me. And he's like, just kicks him out of town. And so that's where it all starts. But he doesn't drive him to the diner. No, he drives him to like he drives him to the other end of town, to like the the welcome. And tells him to keep going. And tells him like, There you go, diner's that way. And then he Portland's that way. And then just he turns around. Yeah, he turns around, and comes back, and then gets yeah. arrested, and starts the whole chain of events, which leads to him like hiding in a woods. He escapes yeah. from prison. It's discovered that he's this like crazy Green Beret war hero that's like the most badass badass that ever badassed. He's like the greatest operator the woods have ever seen. 
And yeah. he doesn't he doesn't kill anybody in First Blood. No. That's the thing. He doesn't kill any of these guys. He wounds a lot of them with his little traps, and he tries to get away. But uh, it's... Well, that's it's like, what I remember, because when we were talking about, yeah. about the... Because I haven't seen any of these movies, actually, yeah. come to think of it. I've seen bits of them here and there in clips. <clears throat> and you remember Rambo 2 comes out, and that's Stallone, like... All jacked, like that is where they yes they that's basically they doing basically the, he's yeah. he's serving hard time for what he did in, in in the first movie and like the colonel just comes and plucks him out of jail because they've got a secret mission yeah they need him. a particular set of skills it's a right? particular yeah. set of skills to go in go into uh, you know sneak into Vietnam and take photographs of this camp because we believe there's POWs in there and that's when just like hell breaks loose because he needs to get them out. He's, well, he's not supposed to get them out. He goes against orders to try to get them right, out. And that's, that's what, what I mean. That, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the bit. Yeah. So the, the bureaucratic, like the America as the enemy is like, he's supposed to go there and come back empty-handed. Like, see, there's no PETA. We, we tried. Like, that's what bureaucrat gang oh, is trying I to see, do. So that's how, like, the bureaucrat guy becomes he the won't enemy. Do that? And now he wants to kill the Now he wants to kill the bureaucrat guy. So you've got your mixture of, like, Vietnamese. For some reason, there's Russians... There's like Russians and helicopters like interrogating him. Like, well, and why he's not? just like in he's just in the black tank top, just fucking ripped like <laughs> he's, got yeah. ridicu- he's got these ridiculous He's got He does that in one. He's got too. these ridiculous he's like fucking up, he's, he's got like a big, you know, machine gun shooting shit up in part one, too. Yeah, it's the end, anybody. but he's not killing him, he's just like shooting it he's shooting at electrical transformers and taking the power out. And yeah. the only guy he really tries to kill is Brian Dennehy, and he doesn't actually kill him. Yeah. Again, he doesn't kill anybody. The one guy that dies falls out of a helicopter trying to like shoot him. It's really uh, oh, this sad, problem. but like that whole thing, like that whole thing is like, all right, why are these, why are these small town white white men so evil to this one guy? But it's that's like, what that's what I didn't like yeah, about it. I that's was like, I don't is. buy that. That's what I'm saying. Like, is this possible? I was like, is this is this like pulled from the also, headlines? Somewhere? Like, now the other thing is like, I people did shit on the the vets, but it wasn't those kind of people. It wasn't those people. No, like if he's in small town, like what what state is like Colorado or I something think like it's, that? I think it's Oregon. Okay, you're not going to get that treatment for a vet, even if he does stink. They're going to be like, all right, look. Let's get you clean. You got to move along, and yeah. or, or they would they we'll would you, give we'll get him you, food. We'll get you, yeah, we'll get they, you a bite to eat. You say you're hungry, and we'll move. They probably like take him to church and get him cleaned up or something. Yeah, like I don't know. Like it's it's that, like, what he good, would not be treated because like what that. good does it do? Yeah, to but flex could, you, on? could you make a movie about a guy that kills a bunch of hippies? Like, could you do that? <laughs> yeah, I would watch. I'd it. watch that. Dude, you want to get me back in the seats at the theater? <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> magic ticket. There's your there's your Rambo first blood. Fucking. Spilling the blood of the flower children yeah. as they spit on them, like let's do it. But yeah, yeah. That I was, mean, you that could make a movie. Like. You could make a movie where the bad guys were like fucking awful shit lib urbanites oh, yeah. that were sure. treat. You know, and and that's actually they they kind of did this with um, the hunt. What's this movie? This hunting movie? The hunt that they they've now oh, well, they, they canceled pulled, it. They pulled yeah, the movie. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, they were supposed to be like yeah, bougie rich people killing right, Trump right, supporters. Right. But, or but there's yeah. also we never talked about that because there's something about that. We talked too. about it for a minute. Yeah, we did. But we there's did. Uh, maybe I can't remember. But there was a little bit more to that though, which is that even embedded in that movie we did. So it was we did talk about this. even mm-hmm. embedded in the movie. It's still the Whammons are the ones that are the the fighting people. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, even the redneck that, yeah. men who are portrayed as victims are still stupid and morons and of can't do anything. And it's got to be the clever whammons that defeat these shit live. And Jews are never mentioned. But <laughs> and, anyway, but uh, but yeah. Um, so they they took they took this like really conflicted like damaged character Ra- John Rambo, and just like they memed him into this like yeah and that was super a novel. crazy. That was also, yeah, a, novel was also a novel. And then everything after that is just the novelist uh, didn't like Last Blood. I'm sure he didn't like anything after Rambo 2. Rambo 2 is possibly he could have liked it because it was still sort of in the spirit, but it, it had gotten ridiculous. I mean, he 
He's got these. They give. They equip him with these like exploding arrowheads. That's so he's bullshit. blowing shit up with it. But he has like one left, and he wastes it on like there's like one guy shooting at him, and he just shoots this fucking Vietnamese like skinny as fuck like guy with a machine gun that's almost knocking him over. Shoots him with his, and he just like explodes into like you know pieces of hot dog. Like that's wow. You use your you lose your last exploding arrowhead on one guy. Seems like a. I don't buy this exploding arrowhead. Meme. No, yeah, I don't. I, I that's mean, that's not. Well, real. it's ridiculous. He uses it. He big blows up like several fucking. Oh, it blows up on impact. He, yeah, he, like know. it explodes. Like he blows yeah, try, up. He blows up several a, trucks with it. It's try, really funny. And, but it's an 80s action movie. No, it's know, okay. But, but that's yeah. what they turned it. Like took this guy who doesn't want to hurt anybody. Doesn't want to. Just wants to mind his business. He wishes the country you love. Me as much as I love it. And they take this this tortured this tortured portrait of this uh, guy who served his country probably pretty much against his will, drafted whatever. Da, 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 who knows? Um. And they just turn him into, like, some kind of, like, Hulk Hogan with a gun. Just blowing away, just blowing away foreigners in the in the jungle. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what the... Because that was a big change, because, like, in Rambo 2, he is just brutally blowing people away. Fucking arrows through the skulls, just, like, exploding stuff. And, like, sta- and just everyone, like, Rambo, like, one, he's, like, he's, like, he's, he's fucking well, with Rambo the Well, Rambo was not called Rambo. It's called, no, it's First, called Blood. First Blood. And that's what the book was called. Yeah. And, uh... Dangerous First Blood. <laughs> that's what he said. That's what the title comes. He says that to the guy who's like, "Yeah, no, I know." That's where Andrew Woodbuck, Andrew Woodbuck, but not me. But I wonder what the guy that wrote that novel thinks about any of these other ones because he was on. Because they're saying he's on Twitter, and he's saying like, "Yeah," and they they wanted to make it like he was saying he didn't like the the Rambo uh, new one because it was racist. They wanted to like imply that, but that wasn't what he said. He said it was a bad movie. He oh. said it has no feeling. I'm sure, to it's it. really bad. He said it had like he said the characters were wooden and empty. Well, that, yeah. the, the filmmaking was cheesy. Yes, and like, that starts and, with and, First yeah. Blood Part Two. It's like the yeah, characters yeah, are wooden, one dimensional. They do yeah, one. That, that oh, was his dude, complaints. Yeah, that, like, so I'm like, he probably feels that about like literally Cobra all Kai, movies since one. The Cobra Kai Sensei is in the second one. Oh yeah, yeah. Crease? You know, jo- Johnny, Lord- yeah, Crease is in there. He's funny. He's a fucking that guy's piece of Jewish. Shit. Yeah, Rambo kicks him in the nuts. Pretty funny. Nice. Good shit. Did they it's ever come just, out with season two of that thing? I believe they did. I never, I never watched. I never it. even looked at it. It was, you know, it's a Netflix show, so it's out there. No, it's YouTube. That was oh YouTube. right, it's that just, was YouTube Red. You got YouTube Red. Now it's yeah. So you get a three month trial and watch it all and cancel the trial. I can't believe you. Just fucking dude, just download it. Like if you, <laughs> I wish YouTube would get the message. That I shit. wish YouTube would get the message that I am not gonna do their trial. I'm not going to use YouTube Red ever because like every time, YouTube. every time YouTube opens on my phone, they nag me about doing the doing the trial. I have to like Yo. dismiss it. It's like, I am never going to use. I deleted YouTube. the app. Well, then how do you use YouTube on your phone? Let's look at it in the browser. Isn't it all yeah, weird when that happens? Doesn't work That's right what I do. in the browser. You use Brave on your phone. Sure. I use Brave. Works for me. What doesn't like it's usually like, cropped in Works the wrong wrong spot and you can't full screen it. I don't give a fuck. I don't watch long videos on my so? phone. If I want to actually watch a video, I'll use my computer. That's pretty cringe, bro. Use a computer, bro? Yeah. Pretty cringe. Is that, is that like not, it's like against the Zoomer ethos? You're not supposed to use the I mean, actual. Why have such a big clunky You know what? Like Zoomers that. don't get to make the fucking rules because they suck. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Look, I'm not doing the, we're not doing that. I like so, the Zoomers. We're not going to do the generational warfare? No. Nah. Oh, Rambo. That couldn't that 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 character couldn't even be possible anymore. No. No, no, no. To the extent like there was something to the first movie, which it seems like there was a little bit to that. There was you know, there's other it. movies like that. You remember the movie Tank? You ever see this movie? No. It's very similar. 
It was like, but it, again, it was also the same thing. It was like the, the military vet got skills, goes to like he's in this is white he all, town. Is he all jaded and fucking. He's jaded mm. and, and and you know, but then there's he's in this town where it's it's always like the white. There's always this implied thing about like these small town white sheriff's departments that are trying to keep, and it's like the the, the bad thing is that they're doing is trying to keep their town like orderly and nice and, and as Brian, the, had, the had Brian Denny says white. boring it's nice and boring that's what Brian yeah. Denny he said right but he's just like very we, supposed we to be like all, it that way it's supposed to be all sinister like when he yeah. says it. it's like why is that like that's like a good motivation to have like it's, it's this, not even, our it's town like, is this way and let's we want to keep it this way i right. mean if 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 we now, were, if we had that, that if we had that now like helping help. like one vet, I don't think would change that. But it's also right. like you don't need to again, fight so you know, hard. you open the floodgates and then <laughs> you know. There's also like the implication of, of, of even though it's not racism, it's like because in 1982, you wouldn't have been able to make a popular movie about a black guy like that. Like, no, because that would have been you know. But so, they do. So, they they treat him like a nigger, right? They That's treat him the like a like a dope smoking the, the, heroin like nigger addicted nigger here. pimp just walked into town, right? On his fucking on his fucking platform shoes, right. like with with Shaft playing in the That's, background. That's why I was like, "There's some yeah. shit Libby. Yeah. There's some shit Libby." Uh, well, I think I I, I, I I consider that Jewy, not shit Libby. But then, but it balances out by with my view of like, yeah, because, cops are fucking assholes. Because, yeah. because what it is is like he goes too far at the beginning, but then it's like now we're in, now we're in no surrender, never de-escalate. No, we've got to be stubborn. We have to win this like battle of wills, and it, be, it, it escalates forever into this ridiculous fucking situation, which I could see cops doing. Yeah. Like once the bad decision is made, they have to like stick with it until the fucking the thing runs its course. And how it runs its course is like, well, you got a sheriff falls out of the, falls out of a helicopter and dies. You got this guy just wounding people with spiked sticks in the woods all day. You got a guy <laughs> blowing up a mine, and in the end, you've got your entire town burned down by the uh, the the M sixty that was in the military truck he fucking carjacked. Just yeah, away. It's, a, it's, it's a bit much, but I mean, it's like, but he doesn't kill anybody. Our pal was Did right. Anybody's about it. dog gets shot. That's my question. No, no dogs getting shot. But I also feel like it's it's still like, of course, it has to Not be small town America where this happens, right? It's right. Gotta be a, it's got to be something. Right. It's got. Yeah. It's one of those. It's one of those towns. So like, why where, like, couldn't it be? Somebody would tweet about our ex- existential crisis of like how these buildings are like too practical and ugly. This truck stop, like. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, it's they, like one, of, one of those one of those like this bland like but that's also town. you know that's where the the that kind of a storyline like there was a lot of storylines like that in movies in the 80s yeah, like yeah like there is a lot and they weren't always doing injustice to blacks but the implication of some kind of white right or an attempt to keep a white a small white town yeah conservative small white right. and, and keep all these bad outside right. influences out this is a Jewish meme. You're right. It's Jewish. It's not shit, Libby. It's Jewish. And it's... It's like fragility it, in action. It's it like is, how, look how yeah. fragile this community is that the yes. sheriff has to go to such lengths to uh, yes. prevent any of the, the tiniest like smidgen of outside influence. From, right. From and that, that's it. another thing. The, over, the over, crazy yeah. overreaction to like one right. bum vet yeah. Is is like exactly that, and so mm-hmm. that's 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 where I think that the, message and then comes the, in. Like the Jew, the Jewy nihilism continues through the series. I, again, I haven't seen the third one yet. I think Rambo three was the last one they made in the eighties. Uh, I, I don't know. How yeah, I think then, so, then, yeah. then there was Rambo two thousand eight, and others Rambo. Yeah, it was nineteen eighty eight. Was Rambo three? 
and that was in yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah, so that's the next one that's coming up. And then he uh, goes to like, Burma. I think he's trying to save like Muslims in right. Burma or something. So like oh, basically, yes. they stick they Terrible. the first three. I think or the second one sticks with like the kind of like Jewish nihilism of America's wrong and this and that because of the way they're fucking yeah. fucking him and. <laughs> This bureaucrat gang. I'm is totally like, fine with America yeah. being wrong, but the qu- yeah. the thing is, what they do is they link the um. What's well, weird, like the, the like this 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 post Vietnam I mean, like, pre Gulf War attitude of how it's like it's like where was global homo at this point? It's like America lost, but did they lose on purpose? Like they're trying to put forth these memes that like they weren't allowed to win that war, like they could have, but we just. Rules of that engagement. Was a we didn't let them. Meme. That was a common. I mean, that was in there, and then now, now bureaucrat gang has like his attitude is just like it wasn't my war. I'm just here to clean it up, and it's like more damaging. It's like they would rather like close their eyes, pretend. No, nah, there's no POWs left behind than actually do well, the work of that, finding Well, that them. they did. Yeah, they John did McCain that? had a part of that too. Okay, see, I don't know if that was real or not. Oh no, that's a fucking that. real thing. Okay, there are people that insist like no, they knew. There's people that they, they absolutely left there. Because and just, they didn't want and they're just like we're cutting out, like we're done. I'm not going to even talk to mm-hmm. North Vietnamese about that. Hmm. There's people that insist on that. They wanted ransom money or something, and they insist. That was mentioned I, the I, I don't know what it was that they wanted, but <laughs> Uncle Sam can print money. Yeah, and uh, and then also, yes, it wasn't a scene. He's like they wanted four billion dollars or something like that. Like it's nothing, sp- but it's like the idea was like, oh, we're supposed to bankroll the enemy with four billion dollars. It's kind of like eh, to, get, to get a bunch of guys back that. I mean, yes. which, 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 but it's like, which, which meme is true that they were hamstrung by the rules of engagement or that it was just an unwinnable quagmire. Either way, just give them $4 million and get the guys back. It's like, why not? Well, the Vietnam War is an interesting topic that we could go yes. into. It's, it played a huge part in, in Jewish demoralization of American society, yes. but it also was really shitty in its own right. So right. what do you do? What do you do? You know? And that's where I think these films like sort of concentrate. Well, that's what, why you, what you do is, is you have the Gulf War as sort of a palate cleanser. Well, the Gulf well, that's War. That's what happened. We have because, kicked. We have kicked Vietnam syndrome. Because the Gulf War. The Gulf right. War. That's, was, what, that's what, what H.W. said. He said that, but that's also mm. the Gulf War was Jews. Like now, Jews and Jews are now excited about war. Jews are. There's something in it for them here. Yeah. Not now. It's, what was in it for them in, in Vietnam? Nothing. Like, yeah. The, Vietnam well, that, was just like attrition for both sides. Commies and. Right, I mean that—that's that's the thing. It's sort of like the 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 Vietnam War seemed to be this Cold War thing where yeah. it was like we want to stop this domino effect of 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 communism, etc. We got to stop letting these third world like shitholes from turning communist. Like it really is going to make but a difference. It, like it didn't. It doesn't matter, and yeah. it didn't matter. And right. that's 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 the thing. And and but the the thing is that like we the Gulf War, as you said, it's like we've kicked the 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 syndrome of Vietnam or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now it's like Jews are in total control. And so they're like, right. get excited for like doing wars now. And so we, you know. Now we love wars. Yeah. And, and well, you not know, so much anymore. We did for about 20 years. Like, wars were well, awesome. It was just out. like, it wasn't that it was awesome. It's just like, we didn't think that we. No, no, dude. After, after the Gulf War, America is the biggest, fattest, most amazing military force the world has ever known. And anybody who stands up to us is about to get run over. And it's awesome. Rah, rah. Let's go. Well, that was what they were, they were saying. That's that. What, but that was, that, the, was, that was the mentality up through like 2005. But dude, we like, we destroyed the world's fourth largest army, man. But, yeah, man. Dude, that army was. But it's like until 2005, like that it was like gung ho. Let's do it. It was like you could, you wouldn't be like laughed out of a room for suggesting like invading someplace else in like 2003. 1997. Yeah. It was like, oh, let's do it. And now it'd be like, Oof, what's wrong with this? Let's get this hothead out of here. You know? Yeah, see, I was always... 
I don't know. I mean, because George W. Bush, George W. Bush in 2000, he had to say, like, I'm not for, like, these regime changes because that was a thing that ever... Nobody also liked that Serbia shit. People yeah. didn't like that shit either. So, yeah. you know, look... <laughs> we did. We had a war from... What, what they didn't like about the Serbia shit was we conducted a war from 15,000 feet. Instead of putting votes on the ground. That's what I remember. Well, that was, that's the lesson that the conservatives wanted to draw. Yeah, that's and they I also remember. said Bill Clinton didn't have the moral authority to do it, even though... Like, they're basically saying yeah, he's not... He's jobs. Yeah, he's not... Have a that war. Was, I remember yeah, Sean, Hannity, Sean Hannity basically <laughs> saying this guy can't be a military leader. He was just mad because uh, he wanted... If there were going to be bombing... Nobody's he wants sucking a, my dick. He wanted a Republican Not even Mark Levin. Yeah, this is, I'm on my own radio show. I can't get a blowjob around here. But again, like... Clipper, oh, come in here and suck my dick. That's a that's a local a, a joke. Anyone who listens to WABC, that's fine. A lot of this was uh, based on the idea that like wars were going to be like casualty free and, yeah. and moral. Like, oh, it's going to be like moral. it's going to be the smart bombs. No moral. The fucking, yeah, the, the they're video not feed, even going to die. Like that was the other thing. The yeah. big lie from from Gulf War was like they don't even. We're not even killing the enemy. We're just taking out the the weapons and infrastructure. Stuff. Right, like which is people bought that shit, dude. Like, it turns out, like, that was totally bullshit. Like, A, these Patriot Scud dynamic was, was like, bullshit. Like, Patriot missiles were not nearly as good at taking out those missiles as... It was just that Scud missiles were really shitty. Yeah. So it's, like, whatever. So they were faking... Who would have thought a thing called a Scud would be, like, No, no, but they they were just, like, (laughs) shitty short-range missiles. And and so they were faking it like we were shooting them out of the sky. Like, it was nothing. It was a fucking video game. That was bullshit. And then this idea we weren't killing them, we fucking slaughtered these people. Chug like missiles. It was totally. It, it was a, It was bullshit. Like the whole thing was a lie. And they yeah. were like, they, they were like, war is like a video game now. It's great. Nobody dies and it's it's clean. It's fantastic. They can't. They couldn't get away with that after you know very much longer. And it's also like I can't believe anybody ever believed it. But that's the story that the Jewish media wanted to tell you yeah. because they understood what we did in Vietnam. Was we demoralized the whole country, and I, you know, I think we should never have done Vietnam. Mm-hmm. It's a very bad move, but they, the whole country was demoralized because yeah. of, of how, oh, and Paul, it was also the media was doing the, it. Yeah, Paul hung over like the people, or at least at least over the end. It was if you the look media. At, like, if you look at the media, if you look at like pieces of of entertainment from that era, like, yeah. like God, do you remember like uh, what was that stupid show? Oh God, that sitcom with uh, with 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 Michael J. Fox when he's the young uh, Reaganite kid. Family time. Family ties. All they talk about is Vietnam on that show. They're, the parents, were the like, parents were the fucking parents boomers. Were they, were, they were hippie boomers, and yeah. like that was like a central theme. Is like how terrible. Oh my god. Like yeah. Vietnam guilt. Like never. Like that's why. That's why HW said that after the goal. We have kicked Vietnam syndrome. Right, and everyone, all these people that were like dependent on that, like they yeah. want to get excited for the next, mm. you know, imperialist war. But yeah, it's a, you know, it's a thing. Yeah. Just take a break. What the, we got to do the. I want to do the do century Robert, to self. Do you remember Robert Downey Jr.? I do. In uh, Natural Born Killers? No. I was there when the shit went down in Grenada. All right. Yeah. I remember not even knowing what Grenada was when I Who cares? watched that. I was like, wait, what adventure was that? There's some, something. The shit went down in Grenada. I think there was some, like, <laughs> there was some rev- revolution or something there. We, yeah, but the, there like, was some, like, revolution help or something. No, nah, like, we, like... Some, like, Contra put, stuff. We put it down. It was, like, I Iran think. Contra. I can't remember. I don't know. Get, I think, get excited for next Sandinista, something yeah. like that. No, I think they tried to have a commie revolt, and, like, the U.S. helped put it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. For whatever reason. shit went down in Grenada. For the longest time, I thought that was just how Robert Downey Jr. talked. 
And then I was saw he Tony, supposed to be a seal of the African. I don't know. Then I saw then I saw Tony Stark. I was like, oh, he talks like a like a normal person. A normal person that's incredibly sarcastic and a fast talker. Incredibly and snarky. Like, every, he's very snarky and sarcastic. He's not Iron Man. Every, he's, he's, he's Irony Bro Man. Yeah, he's, oof, <laughs> there you go. Very good. Only it's... Irony know. Man. Irony Man. Check the new the new action thriller from Marvel Comics, Irony Man. <laughs> it really was. He was doing that. Yeah. We should have come up with that earlier. Mm. Mm, I just thought of it now. Sorry. Well, let's take a break. Let's do the, uh, the Merchant Minute. and uh, We'll be back. This is the Merchant Minute. From the New York Post, a coalition of Arab politicians in Israel moved Sunday to help oust Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu by throwing their support behind challenger Benny Gantz. The decision by the Joint List Alliance of four Arab political parties marked the first time in nearly three decades that it has backed a Jewish candidate to lead the country. Benny Gantz is not our cup of tea, Arab lawmaker Ahmad TB said, because he's another genocidal Zionist freak, but we promised our constituents that we would do everything to topple Netanyahu, and the default here is recommending Benny Gantz. Gantz is no far-left shitlib on the issue of Palestine. He's going to be just as bad as Netanyahu on foreign policy. The guy basically ran on being Netanyahu, but without the scandals. Or, as a friend of mine put it, Gantz is just boneless Netanyahu. Netanyahu, whose campaign repeatedly accused Israel's Arabs of trying to steal the election, said those claims had been proven. As we warned, the Arab parties that oppose Israel as a Jewish and democratic state and glorify terrorists recommended Gantz for prime minister, he said. Cry more, faggot. The joint list's announcement gave Gantz, a former chief of Israel's military forces, a 57 to 55 edge over Netanyahu in the 120-seat Knesset, Israel's parliament. But Yisrael Beitenu party leader Avigdor Lieberman, who controls the remaining eight seats, announced he wouldn't endorse either candidate. It is now up to Israeli President Reuven Rivlin to pick who will get to form a government and serve as prime minister. Oh, God. So we might still end up with Bibi running the show. Netanyahu and Gantz agreed to enter talks on a possible unity government. Oy vey, but we're not a monolith, goy. Following a meeting hosted by President Reuven Rivlin. Rivlin has invited the two leaders, both of whom are seeking the premiership, to return to the president's residence for dinner on Wednesday. Rivlin has until October 2nd to charge one of them with the task of building a majority coalition. One of Netanyahu's suggestions has been for the incumbent premier to go first in a rotation, but with Gantz getting more time at the helm in return, up to three of the next four years. Probably just buying enough time for the government to fall apart again so he can have a shot at another election. And from JTA.org, a gesture signaling a hooked nose is how one Belgian university described Jew in its online sign language dictionary. The University of Ghent compiled the dictionary and features the gesture and videos on the website. The European Jewish Association protested in a statement. Its director, Menachem Margolin, said the first two videos depicting a Jew seem standard. Both show a presenter stroking an imaginary beard. Oh, fuck. Do beards echo now? Shit, I guess I'm going to have to join Dollar Shave Club. Wait, that sounds kind of Jewish, too. 
The second involving side locks are borderline acceptable if misleading, he said, and the last two are simply racist and demeaning to Joes, using a gesticulation of a large and hooked nose to define Joe. Okay, maybe it's racist, but you can't argue with the functionality of it. If I went deaf tomorrow, that hook nose gesture would tell me we were talking about a kike, even without me knowing sign language. This is kind of like getting butt hurt that the gesture for pregnant implies a big belly. Yeah, it's an obvious feature you have. Sorry to piss in your cornflakes, Shlomo. And from the times of Israel, kosher sex store in Tel Aviv, run by Rabbi's daughter, sells spice for marriages. What makes a sex toy kosher was question number one after the Times of Israel received an invitation to visit a kosher sex shop that opened its doors recently in the heart of Tel Aviv. Established by Chana Boteach, daughter of America's polarizing celebrity Orthodox rabbi Shmuley Boteach, who authored books like Kosher Sex, A Recipe for Passion and Intimacy, and Why Can't I Fall in Love, a 12-step program, the store at 25 Montefiore Street in Tel Aviv has nothing sleazy about it. Yeah, I think there's enough kosher sex going on. That's why the dating apps are full of fat, tatted, whore single mothers with half-nigger bastard children. I swear to fucking God, I will die alone with a pile of money and will that shit to the rightstuff.biz before I ever clean up another man's mess. Fuck these garbage pile women. They need a female Jordan Peterson to tell them to wash their pussies. Hopefully one who's not addicted to benzos like the real Jordan Peterson is. Approaching the shop was initially confusing. The sign on the window said kosher sex in black and purple letters, but at first glance, all that could be seen from the outside was clothing. The clothes help ease the way in for customers, said the 28-year-old Boteach, dressed in black jeans and a sleeveless t-shirt. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like subverting healthy cultural norms by inserting little bits and pieces of degeneracy and kind of hiding them beneath a decent, wholesome surface. Never seen Jews do that before. Her friend, Christina Dickens, who designs and reworks vintage clothes, was also planning to open up a store, and the two women decided to set up shop together to make it less daunting for customers seeking out the sex aids, Boteach explained. Thus, the joint name of the store, Foreign Denim X Kosher Sex. They browse through the clothes and then peek at the other stuff, said Boteach. The other stuff is modestly placed on a round coffee table on one side of the shop and on shelves on a wall. So what makes a toy kosher? It is the purpose of the toys, Boteach explained. The sex aids are meant to help married couples create intimacy in a relationship. These are things that should be used with a partner to create further intimacy, Boteach added. People marry and stay in a relationship for a long time. AIDS can help people spice things up between them. It is very hard to maintain lust and novelty in a long-term relationship. You need to rediscover intimacy between two people. And to do that, you must learn something new all the time. And these AIDS can help you do that. Boteach said she is not worried about backlash or getting approval from rabbis. My dad's a rabbi, she said with a laugh. I'll take his approval. She adds that a rabbi recently walked into her store and told her that what she was doing is very important. 
Judaism has so much to offer, she said. Sexuality is not taboo. It talks about marriage and holiness and what you should have in a relationship. A man is commanded to please his wife. There is so much wisdom in Judaism, and this message should be spread. She just wants to sell plastic dildos to cool wine aunts and dog moms who like to travel and go on adventures. Yes, queen! But she's packaging her degenerate shit in this wholesome talk about committed relationships so she can pause up normies. But hey, at least she's doing this to kikes. Boteach, who immigrated to Israel in 2011, said the store was part of her mission in life. Judaism is the center of my life, but I also live in a modern world, she said. I want to reconcile the two. This is my way of bringing the light of Judaism into this world. Uh, I, I think the two are already reconciled. In fact, they're so reconciled that I can't motherfucking tell them apart. As Boteach speaks, 42-year-old Merav, who prefers not to reveal her surname, walks into the store. She is a secular woman and a customer. She had purchased a Zen vibrator when the store opened and was coming in now to have another look. I've been to many sex stores before, Merav said, but Hana makes you feel like you're buying something you need without the shame. She explains to you how to use a vibrator just as she'd explain to you how to put cream on your face. She probably does tell you whores how to put cream on your face, if you know what I mean. Shove this big plastic blick quark inside your pussy and then press this button. I promise you you'll be squirting gallons within seconds. By the way, when women squirt, it's piss. For the right stuff biz. I'm Morakiyu, and this has been The Merchant Minute. Inshallah, all single mothers will be cast into the fiery pit. Alright. So, there you have it. Squirting is piss. Thanks, Morakiyu! That's what I want to be thinking about coming out of the break. Uh, yes. You know what, uh... Just set anybody else. Just set off some more uh, triggering autistic reing. Not only, not only had I never seen Rambo: First Blood, I've still never seen. I'm still never seen Commando. That's gonna bother people. I I haven't I've seen, seen that, that in like that one's like not twenty five years. That's not memorable. Really? That's supposed to be like one of the most super famous Arnold films yeah. of the eighties. I've never seen it. It's not memorable though. Really? What's the What's the line from Commando? Was there like a black chick in there? No idea. I told I've never seen it. I don't even know what the line is. There's noise going commando. There might be. No, I think that's Predator, where he does stick around. He throws a knife. He's like, stick around. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's Predator. Yeah. I can't think of the one liner. There's a ton of one liners in Running Man. Yeah, Running Man is the shit. Commando, I have seen, is totally forgettable. I've never seen it. Alyssa Milano is in this? Oh, for real? Commando is literally like he doesn't. It's like he's a little bit more acting than in like the first Terminator, but he just straps up with all this, like yeah. just everything, and just goes. Yeah, it's not. It's not very impressive. Is he killing Mexican drug dealers now? I have no idea, dude. There was so many '90s movies where like Mexican or South American drug dealers were the bad guys. Oh yeah, it was constant. Like I love that they're clutching pearls about that now, but that Colombians. was so big. In the well, it can't be Mexican. His name it has is to be John Matrix. 
In Commando, that's the name of his character. John <laughs> Matrix. That's like the really chosen stupid. one. What the fuck? That's funny. John Matrix. That's <laughs> really dumb. <laughs> I just always thought it was funny when they would give Arnold Schwarzenegger like like normal Anglo sounding names. Yeah. Talking then, like this. Hello. Also, the funny thing is. He, I am he, Mark Smith. Yeah, yeah. Douglas Quaid. It's <laughs> like he's Peter. this big jack dude, and like then he's Austria. just like walking around. It's like that he never has like an Austrian origin in any no, of these no, films. No, no, no. He's, he's like, just hello. like he just has like yeah. Oh, hello. He's like working. Construction. I was born in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, was it? it was, uh, what do you mean? Why do I talk funny? I'm a copy with you. Like the sixth day, he's just like I'm the Detective suburban, John Kimball. He's like the suburban dad, but he's just oh, yeah. like all jacked and with this stupid accent. Yeah, right. It's like, what do you mean your dog died? Like, I'll, I'll buy you a new dog. <laughs> and it's like, it, dude, it's so it is really funny, like how they just they just like they gloss over the fact that a he's like super fucking jacked, he's huge, like and- ridiculously jacked, and then like <laughs> also has his stupid accent and he's just like a normal. But he's supposed to be fitting in <laughs> with, like, average American people. I'm just like, going to Mars. Yeah. Get your ass to Mars. 1-800. Go to Mars. Get you remember your that ass shit? to Mars. You remember that shit? Like, when Total Recall came out, they had... You remember 900 lines were a thing? Yeah, sure. And it was, like, 1-900. Go to Mars. So you could, like, call and... Like, and you just talk to Arnold. I don't know. You do some, like, Total Recall thing. It was funny, though. It was actually... That was the only one... I mean, I just remember my friends and I when I was... Uh, in high school, you used to run around yelling like one nine hundred go to Mars. I can't. Exp- I cannot express to you like the method of like sudden and swift execution that my father would have like brought down upon me had I ever dialed one of. If I ever dialed a nine hundred, holy shit! I would have been just yes. I would have been. Destroyed. We would not. There would be no anti-Semitism today because we wouldn't yeah, be here. Yeah. There would just be no show. Yeah. Just be. We would. My dad got so mad one time back when AOL, like, you still paid, oh, like, ridiculous pay- amounts yeah, for yeah. bandwidth. He got, like, an $80 oh bill. God. He was like, excuse me? Well, the worst was, like, they used I to have to try like, to download the entire internet. They used to I was have, just downloading, they used to, like, they used to give you, downloading games. I didn't have AOL. I had AT&T. And they gave you, like, there were multiple numbers you could dial to to, to get mm-hmm. connected. Yeah. And God help you if you picked one that was, like, a toll call. Like that, you know, like the, you know how that was like local, yeah, well, the, yeah. and then there's long distance, but in between there's a toll call, and that's basically like a yeah, kind of long shit. distance call that was more money than you would ever pay. Like you were better off, like you'd call across the country for a quarter of the price you could call, like from like uh, say from like Westchester County up to like Albany. That's yeah. a toll call, and that was like sixty cents a minute or something. Like so, God forbid you hit one of these numbers to like dial up. I just remember the, the it was the AOL. Zoomers have no idea. The AOL bill itself, because you actually got charged for bandwidth. Yeah, it used, to be, it used to be minutes for part of it, right? There was like there was a purchase of minutes. Of it was minutes, but it was also I think it might have just been minutes. It was either minutes or bandwidth. Either way, I racked up I like an eighty dollar bill, which doesn't seem like that much, but this was you know early nineties. Yeah. yeah, and my dad was just like, yeah, no, I, I can, like, I, if I. If the phone he bill, was like, "What? If what are our you phone doing? bill and I was rose like, to eighty dollars, the, the fucking it, I don't the reign of terror. Like, I can't even imagine what my father. Yeah, I was would doing do this thing. I was like, I was, like I, was, I was downloading games. Dad. You know, in I I and I I internalized this this attitude about telecommunications charges because you know it used to fucking kill me, like back mm. back when like unlimited texting was like a premium fucking service. Like I you had like. Like 200, 300 texts per month, or otherwise, you get started, get, they start charging you per text. Like, oh my God, this would give me like heart palpitations. Like, all right, I can only do like, that's like 10 texts per day <laughs> for the month. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it's going to be over. 
and it's going to be like 10 cents for each edition. Oh, God. Uh, the, the, just, the answer to this is just don't talk I, to people. The only person I can blame is myself. I don't have a, I don't have a kid that I can like beat if this happens. Well, he would never beep. I'm just yeah. exactly the, the the answer the the uh, answer is just don't yeah, just, don't, just don't text. Well, now people. it doesn't matter. Everything's unlimited. Everything is just there's no more. Minute, remember, like yeah. uh, remember, like oh, I'll call you, call you after seven p.m. when the minutes are free. Yeah, that was the old sell bill. Like it was like your minutes. You had a certain amount of minutes per month, but it was between like nine a.m. and seven p.m. or something like well, that. Well, I, I like used. I don't actually because I use my phone so infrequently that I didn't care. Like I was never running up against that. Uh, I was never. Like I, I would, I would always like you know, even in the early days of, of cell phones, I still just use it to like call my friend and be like, "All right, where are we going?" and just go. I remember my first phone still. I had a Qualcomm, I had like a Qualcomm. Yeah. And then you pulled the wire out, and it didn't. It wasn't a flip. It was like just the yeah. thing. Yeah. And you like, I'd always like bite the wire and. Pull I didn't get in like, that early. I had a Nokia. Like when the the first that little screen was about this big and it was in color. I had like one of the first times that they put color. I only briefly had a flip phone, and it was stolen. Well, that sucks. The Motorola Razor was awesome. I kind of want know, one I back can't. because I don't. I don't think that does that one try to track you around. No. You just carry around a, a razor. I remember the ads all over New York City for that when it came out. Those were the best. They were so skinny. You just put it in your yeah. pocket and it disappeared. Yeah, it's good stuff. Ah, oh, the old days, the golden age. Tony, you know, it's only been well. You know, first iPhone came out in I think two thousand eight. So these phones that we have now, these and the, dude, you look at old iPhones, it's fucking tiny. Yeah, it's like how do people not lose these? Well, there was phones? still there was still like the style was to have the smallest phone possible, and then yeah. the smartphone was like, now we're going oh. the other way. Yeah, carry this tablet. They, they went to like the the, the the fucking tablet sized, and now they've gone back down again. I don't know. Fuck phones, man. Well, the, the, the main thing is that basically they made the phone big enough that. You know the tablet, like nobody likes tablets. No, tablets suck. Like tablets are dead. Are dead. I think I'm, like, s- I'm still shocked the iPad wasn't a total flop. Because it was. The, I remember. Well, people use them. People love them. It wasn't a total flop. But it, it, was was dis- much it was a much bigger. It was like, a much like, bigger oh. flop than uh, they thought it was going to be. In fact, I actually uh, after the iPad, they, people thought the iPad was going to be huge when yeah. when they first released it, it. And then very soon after that, uh, a couple of other companies had products in the works to like they had they had competing ones right yeah and there was another operating system uh and it wasn't android it was called uh, fuck what the fuck was it called there's another os that has gone windows by the wayside phone? now no there wasn't windows it was not another blackberry one. or uh no, no, no. that was the palm pilots no it was it was it doesn't matter it right. was something else it was it was briefly as people will know what i'm talking the about. the one that doesn't stalk you and give all your information to it, the well NSA. no there was going to be end up doing that anyway but sure. it was I, um all right anyway push through point was they, there was some product that was coming out yeah that was going to be a competitor to an ipad that was supposed to come out and back in these days like you were actually people were developing things like specifically they didn't do like a tablet app they were developing like iPad app. And so then I actually got a job like get with a make. It was theoretically going to make a lot of money to work, to develop products on this new thing that was coming out. And like the thing became a flop, like before it even came out and like, they just, they actually like, canceled the, it because the iPad was so disappointing. That, like, the whole, just the yeah, it was just, just like, flopped. they were just like, yeah, like, they, they didn't forget. even bother. And then like, well, the funniest I remember like, I, that call I got from the guy was like, oh yeah, by the way, 
that's that division is that's closed, the, they're right? not actually doing that. And you know where I was going to work, Dow Jones. So I'm actually just as happy. Like I, I was going to go work. I mean, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you were going to be literally occupying Wall Street. Yeah. Well, no, I was actually going to be in. It was going to be on 40, 49th Street. Occupying the corner Street. opposite Wall Street. But, um, it would have been in that Fox building on 49th Street and 6th one of, Avenue. One of the yeah. all-time funniest memes I've ever seen is Steve Jobs. It's a Photoshop of him, the iPad launch. He's holding an iPad, but somebody has shopped in. It's like it's like nine iPhones like duct taped together. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, but dude, that shit the the tablets it took them a few, took a little while, but they're not. They're the still people, there. I hate. I don't like them. Nobody does. They're not. They're not. They're, they're like, not. They're they too, don't. They're too big. To they're be, too big. You and can't nobody, type. Like, the, forget about yeah. like trying to. It's like I'd rather thumb on a phone or type on a yep. thing. And it's Everybody like, I would, has, it's like that's my, why phones got give me my laptop. Yeah. Basically, it got me excited for a laptop that has no like disk drive or like any the, other the, f- the like phone that. that's yeah. the size that you have now used to be called a phablet. A phablet. Mm. We used to call but that in a industry faggot. speak. Fablet. And I just I call people yeah. that yes, I have a that. note. Yes, I have, I have a now note. they're I have all a note. who owns this is a phablet. They're I have a note. I have a note eight. Of, they're all just that size now. That's just yeah. a phone. Well, right? no, they have so. now they have this and it's going to fold and it's going to be two. It's going to be twice the size of it. Like right. well, whatever. Like I mean, a, you know, like you know what the best thing in the world is going to be when they, they got have, hologram ones. When now, they finally too. when they finally figure out the technology that's in Westworld, like they like the phone like folds out into a tablet, but it's like super thin and it's like like all sleek and shit. Like there's no there's no like it's all just a nylon crease. Yeah, it's going to be cool though. I want those West. Why don't we just like like drill a hole into somebody's skull and just implant the electrodes and beam just, shit straight into your brain? Why don't we just have like Greta's fucking mass extinction and just forget about all this bullshit? Yeah, yeah. When Greta says like yeah. the whole how planet is you? coming to an end, I'm like, how thank God, you? it's yeah. about time. You stole our dreams. Finally, you stole my childhood dreams. It's like, uh, fuck you off. You stole my Twitter account. You're right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, yeah. So I got banned from Twitter. I'm pretty sure it was the uh, the Greta memes. Cause those were good memes, though. Oh, the tree must be protected. She's to be protected. But I'm like, you know, you'd think if you, you know, all you have to do is change like two words, and then she's talking. She's literally talking about like, oh, <laughs> like our politics. Like, it's what, just were we, literally... what, what were we talking about in the break that Jamie said we had to do because we were funny? What the hell? I already was... forgot what it was. Oh, the African stuff. There's those African roly things. Let's oh, do that. the African, African roly water things. barrel nonsense. Yes, yes. I said. I said yes. on the Monday show that uh, I don't carry things around in my head because I have the wheel. Unlike these people, yeah, was right. Well, there's, they're trying to meme that blacks and finally, finally came. Around. We'll see. Okay, they're crediting a black. Did you send me thing. that? No. Yeah, I did. It's in your thing. I did send it to you. It's uh, it should be there. No, I, I did. I did this refresh. That's. No, no, that's, that's the pod the share video. I sent it to you. I thought I sent. I think it she you. sent it to you, and you didn't pass it on. I have the other thing we're going to do. All right. Well, fuck. I have the big, the big topic. Right. Yeah. Well, they, let me get it. Let me. Somebody's get it. Anyway. Fi- somebody's finally invented the wheel in Africa, and it shows these wamans like rolling their rolling their water jugs around on the ground. And this is some groundbreaking uh, tech, and we're just going to pretend that they invented it. It's like when you invent yes. a thing that's been around for centuries, you're not inventing it. You're just of course, it's well, they're they're not they're not inventing. I mean, the thing is, what's hilarious is the attempt to. Uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't actually send it. Is this attempt to like meme? First of all, like that's been a talking point of people that try to like red pill people on race. Like, oh, he's, the Africans never even invented the wheel. We've had it forever, and now they're they're like they then they do these condescending. Occasionally, you'll get like these condescending little little mini documentaries. 
about uh, something that oh, is this is this is this the new is this the new piano and ukulele? What's that? Yeah, yeah. So feel good music in the background. Do you want to like read the text? Oh, uh, I guess you read the text. Like, so there's these whammons like. Uh, okay, so let right. me just finish introing it. So basically. They do this occasionally where they, you know, you know, I remember that guy that like he, he was building a stupid thing out of junk. Yes. Like he was pretending it was sure, a, a, it was a plane. Yeah. But then there was also like, it was like, it's a flying driving. It was, yeah, it was just a, a pile of garbage. Yeah. But it was really it was just a, a pile does, of trash. Does, that thing doesn't even have tires on it. It's just a, no, it's just a circular it's, piece of yeah. wood. Yeah, right. right, right, right. Let's but, see. But the Let's thing is it. this. So all right. well, let's just get into it. All right. They're so, pretending like blacks invented this for themselves, but NGOs coming. have been giving them... Why are you these- pushing that instead of pulling it, you fucking idiot? This water roller invention... This water has come in handy for Kenyan women. I mean, this is like a... This is like a, this is like a wheelbarrow if it was designed yeah. by a fucking retard. Now they show them in the buckets. <laughs> these women had to carry water for Republicans. No, I'm sorry. On their heads or, or backs daily household chores until the invention of rolling springs by Herman Bigham. And this is what's this, is, this is this is what's so funny is though the the pretension that this guy invented this. First of all, now this is not the only version of this type of device. Like when I was working for a com- I remember specifically when I was working still for a company in New York City, we did a campaign around a charity that was one of our clients that had been giving a different kind of barrel that was self-rolling that they would use to collect water that they were sending them to all these people in Africa. And I was cracking up because I was like, these people are so fucking dumb. And everybody was treating it like it was the best thing in the world. It was so clever. And I'm like, how the fuck do you think it is? Like, why is it that these people... And I I was even even a little bit more reckless back in the day. So I was like, why is it that these people never figured out something like this for themselves? Literally, and people would give excuses. They didn't like, go, well, they the, the they terrain didn't was bad. Like the just, terrain was poor. bad. No, their brains were bad. I'm like, I'm like, dude, the <laughs> terrain. There was the a smooth, point. Smooth terrain, smooth brain. <laughs> Europeans also had to carry water from A to B, but not for long because point. they figured out rolling it was easier. Right. And, and they like, actually made a wheelbarrow that had a little trough that you could put whatever you want in it instead of just making well, your water truck part of the wheel. Yeah, but that's also like, look, whatever. You make the barrel a wheel, you roll a barrel. Like, why do you think a barrel is shaped like a barrel? So you can fucking roll it. Like, that's. But, like. <laughs> but, yeah. There's anyway. a lot of advantages, even though it's low tech. They're wait, talking. Wait, wait. Say that again. They're going to give this guy a Nobel Prize for this bullshit. This, How this, guy, this guy doesn't sound African. This is from a Western society. Yeah. And this is yeah, what but, he invented. Uh, he, he went to Oxford and his. Oh his, my what he, God! The best right? thing. What he came up but with. But also, look at how you. they're made. It's not like it's not even something no. that's like it's produced. Like right, it's like, it has a lot of advantages, even though it's. It's basically like they just send you a PDF on how to make one out of like no, materials. No, 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 uh, its advantages are. Oh my God! Look at this thing. Container never comes in touch with the ground. Therefore, it's preserved. It doesn't preserve from that what? Preserve from what? It doesn't get contaminated. It's oh, contaminated. But the water's untouched. The ground right there. It's Africa. The water's contaminated when you pick it up. Yeah, the water is. In contact with the ground. Easy to transport. <laughs> easy to transport. I mean, yeah, look at this. Manufactured in Kenya. Water. It's like there's a couple. You got a couple one by four pieces of ball. That's balsa not. Wood. I mean, somebody. That's a gas can they're filling. It's right a gas there. can they're filling with water, and they're putting this little <laughs> yeah. balsa wood structure around it with like a round piece. Made from recycled materials. Look, it means using garbage. A, using a power which, drill to assemble this. But they, they said Where'd recycled materials. Drill? The recycled materials are somebody else's garbage. It's like we picked the garbage. And made this thing. So, oh, we're recycling. We're recycling. We're conscious about the environment that we're just we're just not very good about like navigating. Also, he's got to watch how he's using that drill. Look, he's about to drill right through that guy's. Go back. It's like that guy's hands are right under there. He's like, 
I don't oh, know. that's gonna end in tears. All right, never mind. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh my god. He rolled over any terrain. Simple technology. This is like I can't believe can be used by all ages, but it just can't be thought of by all races. <laughs> they all allow, they all allow women to carry up to three twenty-liter water containers. Nobody knows how much that is. Over long no, Just one question. Just one question. Why is it the women are carrying the water? The is, it, is it because the men all disappeared and migrated to Europe? I mean, what what happened here? Well, yeah, the, the, the men are off like fucking different women. Yeah, or lying around. Yeah, or doing nothing. Like, yeah, whatever. Just, but they're maybe they're robbing somebody right now. <laughs> yeah. Carrying water on my back, usually a heavy burden, especially when I am pregnant, <laughs> which happens often. Ah. I sometimes ah, need. There, there's one of the men right there. A just lot standing of water. There watching while they do yeah. all the work. No, that's absolutely. That's sometimes ten jerry cans. It's like a jerry. That's curl. what they call them. The water source is two kilometers away. Again, nobody knows how far that is. Rolling Springs. They called it Rolling Springs, for God's sake. It enables me to transport 15 jerry cans. With ease. Imagine they banded together. And they found, they created some kind of cart. You can put all 15 jerry cans in one... Dude. And like a couple women could push it. Don't even... Together. Carrying a child on my back. Well, I mean, imagine if they just had $60? Fucking... Where do these people get $60 from? Who are they? Is there anybody around to rob that has sixty dollars? They can do this with. I mean, can you just? But these look like they're made out of just plywood. They're made out of. They're made out of pieces of of, of fucking. Yeah, you know, like I don't know what like. Uh, I was like, what wait, doors wait, wait. do they have? So they have take sixty dollars. You go down to the Home Depot, and this is what you come up with. I don't think the Home Depot's involved. Herman says there, he plans to like make it cheaper. How, how is it sixty dollars? 263 people, 263 million people around the world spend over 30 minutes per trip. Oh my god, and it's up to us to like collecting water. This is our problem. From who? That's from who? Al Jazeera. Thanks, Al Jazeera. I hate it. Mm. It's just like. It's like, yeah, most of the world is dumb. Stop trying to kill us. But I mean, it's not I, our problem. I don't. I, don't I, I have like such a. I just my. The way. When I look at this stuff, I'm like, how do people. What, what am I? Am I supposed to think this is magical or like this is a great like what I don't? And also this um, that guy might have invented that particular one, but dude, Western uh, charities have been giving these people devices like nobody this for invented a long time. anything. Now, that guy's from the West. You heard he didn't. Have sure, but he accent. is also like like I said, dude. He's just a dumb they guy. have been giving these people I know ways of rolling these water barrels. It is not even new. We need to give them like they, like this campaign for this stupid company was like years ago. I know. And they weren't, they didn't, in that case, it was the barrel, they didn't wrap it in a device, it's just the barrel itself was a rollable barrel, rollable jerry can that they were giving to these people. And, uh... You should be giving these people, like, ways to But that might contaminate it, right? Because when you, when you, when you, when you're scooping up just, like, stagnant groundwater, God knows you don't want to contaminate it by having the plastic barrel touch the ground. These people's, like, biological cycle needs to be, like, they need to stop interfering with it. They're not. They're not supposed to survive. On yeah. The why scale are we? Why are we helping right them? Now. We need to and stop helping. Them. Like, the we're helping them like to survive, but not get any smarter. The or guy not. that invented the segu people mover, he oh, invented yeah. like the fucking straw that they can just like sip stagnant oh, water. The life straw. Yeah, and it's like, dude, why did you do that? 
It's like, let them die. <laughs> and it's not cruelty to say so. It's what nature has intended. Well, like, as we talked about before, when we brought them here, we had to like abort 60% of their kids because the natural, uh, yeah. cause their natural uh, childbirth cycle creates too many children. So like infant mortality was part of their uh, biological cycle. Part and like, it sounds cruel. But nature, nature is funny how nature do that. Nature is a cruel thing. It's not my fault. I didn't do it that you way. You don't think nature be like that? But it do. blacks don't have high investment parenting the way white people do. We don't have the same value set for them. Watching half the babies die is what they did. They're happy to do it here too. Only that has to be induced because, like, otherwise they don't die in the West. Uh, it's fucked up. Don't get me wrong. It's incredibly fucked up. But that's where we are. This isn't how you help something like. I mean, well, no. this, I mean, this, this is one of the oldest. Like, the, it's like the teach a man to fish, give a man a fish from the Bible. Can't teach them anything. No, can barely teach them to roll a barrel. No, but you shouldn't teach them to roll a barrel because you're not no. just teaching them to roll a barrel into roll a barrel into population explosion. Yeah, <laughs> roll that barrel good. right into Malthusianism. Like you can't just be. Uh, <laughs> these people, these people need like a few thousand years to themselves <laughs> to evolve. They like, like give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. Give a nigger te- a fish. Te- teach a black person to roll a barrel, you create a Malthusian trap. <laughs> uh, I mean, really, that's what's happening. Teach a negro to fish, he steals all your gear. Yeah, it's like... Well, blacks love fishing, I'll tell you that, man. You're, you're, Dude, even around here, black people will fish out of a goddamn mud puddle. They will fish out... Even around here, you see them over by the river, you just stand there fishing all day. It's because it's free food. They're like, free food! And free sitting around. Yeah. It's like, I'm, One, I'm, being, I, I, I'm being really lazy, Two things but I love doing, nothing and getting free food. They <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> will drag, like, the nastiest fucking carp out of the water and yeah. fry that shit up. And, my, yeah. uh, and I'm like, there's fish at the supermarket because I have better things to do than lay around for hours waiting for someone to bite, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. If, my favorite thing is when they're like crowding like an overpass that goes over the, the the water, and they're like standing around about to get whacked by oncoming traffic. Like, come on, bro! Yeah. Like, <sighs> your your fishing is interfering with the the flow of traffic here. Yeah, you probably. I mean, that's a classic thing with black. <laughs> it's probably you probably see it more even down where you're from, but even up here, man. And it's the ra- most random spots. Dude. Yeah. It's like, wh- wh- why would you even go there? To fish? <laughs> like, that water does not look good. Like, I don't know. <laughs> How many fish are even in there? But like, yeah, we're about to find yeah. out. Yeah. Well, anyway, so what's this? So we got something triggering here. We're gonna get mad. You said. Yeah. So uh, this, 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 this comes this, from the Borzoi. This is a gr- we're gonna. Well, this Borzoi is a graph. posted this, and I started watching. This it. is a graph we're gonna watch. It's not really a graph. I know. It's it's um, it's this documentary called "The Century of the Self." It came out in 2002 on the BBC, and hmm. the guy uh, that produced it is a guy named uh, Adam Adam Cur- Curtis. So he's not Jewish. And basically, the documentary is a... Uh, let me see if I can find the description of it here. It's a 2002 British television documentary by filmmaker Adam Curtis focused on the work of psychoanalyst Sigmund Freud and Anna Freud oh boy. and PR consultant Edward Bernays. So we already can see where we're going with this, mm. right? So uh, this is an anti-Semitic uh, Nazi documentary yes so in episode one curtis says this series is about how those in power have used freud's theories to try and control the dangerous crowd in an age of mass democracy so in a world of mass democracy you know, this summer 
Someone's manipulating me. Three kikes came up with a way to manipulate yeah. the proud. <laughs> yeah. And 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 that's that's basically true. So there's uh there's a whole there's a bunch of little blurbs about this, but it, it really ends up being it is a it is a critique of uh you know, as as you know, Edward Edward Bernays was a founder of, of propaganda and advertising. Uh he's considered like one of the founding fathers. Oh, so you're just learning you from uh, Goebbels, right? Of advertising, you just well, took all Goebbels' best well, tricks and just used the is, sell product, right? The funny thing is, is that all the evil quotes from Goebbels is him talking about. Is him people. talking about <laughs> what the Edward? He's like yeah. telling you what Edward Bernays' tactics are, and uh, that that's actually one of that's the, the funniest, bit I was doing. That's, did, yeah. did Bernays popularize cigarette smoking among women? I, that one of I, don't, I don't know, but it doesn't. That's kind of not. The point. I mean, it's entirely possible. I mean, that would be a thing that you would do. You that, want to sell more cigarettes. That's the kind cigarettes. of thing that's you would do. Point, but... Like you fucking unleashed a horrible. Des- <laughs> You've got <laughs> men. It's like how do we get the other half? How do we get the other half of humanity? But what Bernays know, did do, things. what Bernays did most famously do, was he popularized you know going to war in Europe? Like Yay. that was arguably oh, more destructive. Um, so, he, so he's why yeah 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 it's best known campaign nineteen twenty nine ever to f- promote female smoking to promote female smoking right. And um, yeah, good, good job. <laughs> so, so here we have. There's actually in this a little article about the uh, the documentary itself. There's this. Uh, so basically, he's talking about um, Sigmund Freud, the founder of psychoanalysis, changed our perception of the mind and its workings. The documentary explores the various ways that governments and corporations have used Freud's theories. Freud and his nephew Edward Bernays, who was the first to use psycho psychological techniques in public relations, are discussed in part one. His daughter, Anna Freud, a pioneer of child psychology, is mentioned in part two. Wilhelm Reich, who was also a fucking pedophile, Lovely. Uh, who was also an opponent of Freud's theories, is discussed in part three. But that's that's a <coughs> still a Jewish dialectic, and Wilhelm Reich was a fucking pedophile. Yes, yeah, inter- um, intramurals. Among these, along these lines, Century of the Self asks deeper questions about the roots and methods of consumerism and con- commodification implications. It also questions modern way people see themselves the attitude of fashion and superficiality so it's 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 a thing it's an interesting thing uh, i want people to see some of the of the first we'll do like a mystery mystery trs theater like 1488 or whatever we want to do of the of the of the beginning of it and and the way they talk about it, what he is talking about and i don't know if adam curtis knows it or he doesn't know it and he didn't want to say it or he didn't know it when he started and he learned it or whatever but he doesn't say it he's criticizing jewish Social control. All right. He is criticizing mechanisms of Jewish social control. This part is specifically going to be talking about. Well, you'll see what it's going to be talking about. Are you ready? Yeah. This is the beginning of part two. We're not going to watch the whole thing, obviously, but, you know. Let's say a word about dreams. We all have thoughts which we never knew we had. They are too uncomfortable, too incompatible with our adult self to be remembered. Yet they are often disturbing, rumbling under the surface like lava in a volcano. The dream is the royal road to these thoughts. The royal road to the unconscious. This is the story of how Sigmund Freud's ideas about the unconscious mind were used by those in power in post-war America to try and control the masses. Those in power. Politicians and planners came to believe that Freud was right to suggest that hidden deep within all human beings were dangerous and irrational desires and fears. What are those... What are those? Uh, the, they were of convinced course we've got, that it was the you know, unleashing of these instincts that had led to the barbarism of Nazi Germany. Okay, to stop it ever happening again, they 
suck. That typhus epidemic really sucked, huh? Yeah, it must have been. set out yeah. to find ways to control this hidden enemy within the human mind. So, pause. So he's saying dangerous emotions and passions unleashed in the mind. This is what they're talking about is anti-Semitism. Okay, yeah. it's just so just so everyone understands. Yeah. Like, ultimately, you're going to understand that as this as this goes forward. Like, it's not as complex as they make it out to be. They are masking a very simple concept here. Mm. This is Jews that are analyzing and experimenting on Goyim to prevent anti-Semitism, to find a way to engineer a mindset in which that will not be an attractive option or will not, it will be psychologically off-limits. That so is think, what this so is they, about. So you think they really tried their hardest and it failed, so now they're trying to kill us? Is that is that probably how history went? No, I think it was successful in, in some degree. But the other thing is mm. Freud's theories are generally bullshit. Yeah. So, like, you know, the, it, to the extent you're, you're trying to base a lot on them, but the thing is that uh, we were talking about this yesterday on Strike and Mike. That, that there is a theory, like, some of the stuff about things that are repressed are true. But what is actually being repressed amongst people, particularly whites, is their, their collective racial instincts. That is being repressed. And what is being brought to the fore are things that weren't ever repressed at all, like weird perverted sexualities and things. They told white people, you are all these unique individuals with all these weird un- desires. And it's, fu- it's funny that they talk about not unleashing the hidden desires. The hidden desires... Is uh, and they also call it irrationality. There's a number mm. of things that they call it. What they're talking about this video is has anti a desire of mine. Semitism. But yeah, anyway, it's it's like it's like Jews have this primal fear of what lurks within the goy consciousness. They absolutely do. But it's not even like it's not even it, it, because what, what it because is what is lurks in the goy consciousness is noticing your Jewish tricks and wanting right. to fucking <laughs> stop them. And, and the thing is, that's what again, lurks. Th- there's an always this effort, and and sometimes I think. Um, Gentiles even criticizing this stuff fall into it as well. If of like you overcomplicate this, the, it's not even some like monster hidden beneath. It's basically us seeing Jews for what they are. Yeah, yep. And you have to layer over all this other weird shit, and that is essentially what they're talking about here. But you see what they do to people. How do we in order get them to, to stop noticing? Yeah, exactly. At the heart of the story are Sigmund Freud's daughter Anna and his nephew, Edward Bernays, who had invented the profession of public relations. Oh, Their ideas were used by the US government, big business, and the CIA to develop techniques to manage and control the minds of the American people. Otherwise known as gay ops. Those in power believed that the only way to make democracy work and create a stable society was to repress the savage barbarism that lurked just under the surface Jesus of normal Christ. American life. So think about this, right? Okay, so... What, savage what, barbarism. Savage barbarism, just under... That is absolute Jewish projection... That's awful. ...onto, onto white Gentiles of this, of, of this thing. And what it is, is basically... It is a collective instinct to resist Jewish tyranny. Yeah. That is what that That is what they are talking about. Savage barbarism. Like, the Jews this, this, went... They took over the Soviet Union. It was the most savage and barbaric thing yeah. you, you'd seen. It was like, brutal. This is bullshit. Look, the Israelis are savage and barbaric. Mm-hmm. This bullshit about, like, it's fundamental. There's this, we're, we're going to repress it. And like this, oh, democracy depends on this. No, no, no. This is fucking mass psychological fucking engineering. Now, it's important Demo- to understand. Democracy just means, like, Jews depend on it. Yes. It's and that, they're using democracy. Like, it doesn't really mean anything other than what Jews want. Right. The thing that they want is, therefore, defined as democracy. Mm-hmm. Curtis is critical of this, but first he's like laying out the concepts. He's, right. he's critical. We're not going to get through all this. This is a Obviously. 
This is an hour. There's four episodes of this. You can watch the whole thing if you want. It's going to. It's enraging. I'm get so mad if I watch to this. get through. But this just this it. alone is going to is going to, is going to because so the, this is basically about, sorry, honey, no Rambo three tonight. But the thing Watching is, okay, this. the the thing about Freudianism no and, and repression is so they're <laughs> actually actively saying Freudianism is supposed to be about not being repressed, getting rid of those things, uh, like like confronting. Those things that you are repressing in order well, to fit in with society, because, because what's being repressed is but your here, like, antisocial no, behavior, yeah, here and anti, you know, nonconformity. They want right. that out they so want, that the, yes. so you break the uh, the social cohesion among everyone. So if everybody's and then they want everybody's to, a weird misfit and right, but they go. want you to repress your desire. Yes, for not these other things, like they want you to repress your desire to just be for, outside and drill. Yes, to, for a community, for right. a a nation, you know, for for a collective. Uh, a feeling of being a part of a, of a group and yes. a collective, like those are the desires they want you right. to repress. Because the desire to grill is you want to grill with your like whole yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, you want to. I want to grill there. with everybody. It's not just by yourself. What's no. the point of grilling? If I want to grill with everybody, right? Exactly. I wish I wish everybody around around the neighborhood. Like I want to invite. Oh, hey, let's grill. Yeah, but exactly. That's, that's not what. Point. That's yeah. not what Shlomo set up for me. Right, and so the, this savage and, and and the issue you'll see as it goes. Everyone's going to get right. it. It's it's amazing though how even even Adam Curtis is beating around the bush and it's a little maddening. But it's a very aptly titled thing because, century like, of the this, Gelfling. Is, this is this is the century of the Gelfling. <laughs> Show title, Jamie: The Century the of the Engineering Gelf. Engineering of Consent. Yes. Is this some libertarian shit? No, it's this is good. The story the- begins in the middle of the fierce fighting of the Second World War. As the fighting intensified, the American army was faced by an extraordinary number of mental breakdowns among its troops. of all soldiers evacuated from combat were sent back because they suffered from mental problems. Go figure. In desperation, the army turned to the new ideas of psychoanalysis. They made a film record of the experiment using hidden cameras. This is actually really fun. on your record that uh, you had headaches and that you had crying spells. Yes, sir. Uh, I believe in your profession is called nostalgia. In other words, homesickness. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. It was induced... When shortly before the war, I received a picture of my sweetheart. These are actors, right? This isn't hidden camera, is it? I don't know. That guy seems to be acting. It seems like it's acting. Yeah. Right, maybe not. He's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I, I can't tell. But. I can't either. I don't think they had black actors. Guys. That's all right. It was the first time that anyone had paid such attention to the feelings and anxieties of ordinary people. At the heart of the experiment were a number of refugee psychoanalysts from Central Europe. These shots are like too oh, refugee psychoanalysts yeah, that, from Central Europe. That, that's that's wow, really that's important. a new one. That's, that's really a, that's important. That's a new one. euphemism. Uh, right, I like that yeah. one. <laughs> refugee psychoanalysts from Central Europe. That's God a very good damn one. It. That, that's like shit. when that's like the thing that really tips you off. Right, and he's not going to say the that they're pro- Jewish. The problem with that is on Twitter, that takes up way too many characters. Yes. It's much easier to use right. the four-letter. You're going to have to write that down, Jamie. <laughs> Don't worry about the spelling. We'll get that later. <laughs> yeah. Refugee psychoanalyst from Central Europe. <laughs> is he Central European psychologists? You know, it's just these... Uh, these, these sorry. The, these are the values of what we, we expect. In America, you know, we, we try to replicate the values of Central European... Jewish! I'm Jewish! I'll have to look past the anti-Semitic remark. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's keep going. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
They worked with American psychiatrists to guide and shape the project. When I first came to America, I worked in the psychiatric service with soldiers trying to rehabilitate them. And I traveled uh, in the train no from the East Coast to the West Coast. I was enormously... Didn't they have camps you could work in instead of in, the, in this... I'm sorry. Enormously curious what goes on in all of those little towns that the train is passing. After my years in the army, I knew exactly what everybody was doing in the little towns. Yeah, they're all suspicious of you and your stupid tricks. They're literally no, echoing, really, the, they're literally really echoing the sentiment that I had. It's it really, like, don't they have camps you could work in instead of working in this profession? Maybe we should make some it's, camps. It's not. Now, it shows you the fear that the Jew has of Because he of knows he's Goyim. doing wrong. Yes, that's the guilt. That's and, the guilt. And the other ever, thing is that it's also done, like if you've ever done something wrong or underhanded, like just because you get away with it, like doesn't mean you know you you have this mental anguish until you're found out. And well, they might not. I don't. Know. I don't know. About I can't that. speak for it, but I do know. Well, they just turned into a project, right? They, well, they, 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 cha- is, they channel that. They channel that negative energy. It's like, all right, how do we make sure that these goyim don't? But why is it that this guy oh. is taking a train across country, and as he's taking a train? Across the country, he's looking at all these little idyllic, little Amer- middle American towns, which were at that because point. Because he probably point, because he probably took a train across Europe at some yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> he should have. He should have. But at the, at, you know, at this time of, of history, at this point, all those towns would have been totally white, uh, oh totally God. conservative, yes, totally Christian, conservative in the real way, yeah. not not like you know what the other way. Not the phony. Yeah, well, you know, if they were conservative in the modern way, he'd be perfectly they, comfortable there. Yeah, if they if they were a bunch of like dumbass patriotards with like pickup, you know, oh, you know a great like, American, Mister uh, B- yeah, Doctor Bergman. If they were doing like the stupid patriotic crap, oh, yes. But no, these God. were these were small town people. They were very they they were not you know the most sophisticated people. But he's like he's like there's something dark, there's something dark lurking in these people, right? And it's like. It's like this fundamental fear of this, and it's 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 a fundamental thing thing with Jews, and and you'll you'll see what he says about America. It's unbelievable. Because I I saw so many people who came from there, and I understood their aspirations, their disappointments, and so forth. So it was as if somebody invited me to a privileged tour in the into the inner soul of America. I'm not doing this deliberately. Of course you believe me. I do believe you. This feels like it's a setup shot. I'll just say that. Sometimes very helpful. I hope so, sir. Sure, it gets it off your chest. Well, sir, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm very much in love with my sweetheart. She has been the one person that gave me a sense of importance over that. Like, I don't get why he's all broken up about this. With me, we were able to solve so many obstacles. The psychoanalysts used techniques developed by Freud to take the men back into their past. That's fucked up. They became convinced that the breakdowns were not the direct result of fighting. Oh! The stress of combat had merely triggered old childhood memories. Oh, God! I fucking hate Freud! That's such bullshit! No! It was because you were in the middle of a fucking war... With like the the like a war with like modern weapons and equipment where shit was blowing up, you didn't know what was happening. Uh, you could have died at any moment, or your buddy's head could have gotten blown off next to you at any moment. That's yeah what it was. 
It was not because your dad was mean when you were a kid. That is some Jewish fucking bullshit. The stress is the combat. The stress is seeing your friends die. The stress is being surrounded by explosions and gunfire and thinking you could die or your friends could die at any moment. That's the stress. That's what creates PTSD. Why don't these- Nobody thinks that this is like the PTSD just triggered your repressed childhood. Get the fuck out of here. We have to we have to figure out why these Goyam aren't happy that they just went and defeated the, the Nazis. Uh, it's unbelievable. For us. Nobody believes this, by the way. This this theory is so untenable, like no one believes this anymore. Everybody sees PTSD is a reaction to combat. It is not a reaction to something before combat. That is such bullshit. These were memories of the men's own violent feelings and desires, which they had repressed because they were too frightening. To the psychoanalysts, it was overwhelming proof of Freud's theory that underneath, human beings were driven by primitive, irrational forces. You won't die. Maybe that, like, black that you were interviewing. Well, look, no, <laughs> but even that wasn't even irrational, what he was saying. He was saying, I like my girlfriend. I don't even understand why that was a thing. But like, is he misses her? Is that what they're getting at? Wow, how terrible! Yeah, what a what a strange, what a, what a, what a, hidden, bar, what a barbaric, what a dark impulse hidden to like want to be yeah. with his so, family. So hold on a second. I, I, sorry, I had to step out for a call. Uh, what I'm getting at, I mean, understanding here is that they're they're taking wartime trauma and using this to prove that everybody has some sort of darkness lurking in their yeah, soul. Yeah, they're, pre- they're pretending they're happening. pretending the breakdowns were triggered by childhood memories, not by the fucking the like fuck? horror of being. They're, they're like, basically in saying like the combat was the, the PTSD wasn't because of combat. It was a the combat just, just yeah. was the trigger that released their inner demon oh, or something like shit. that it's it's total bullshit world war ii was a major shattering experience did you say shackling experience a major shackling experience anyway the lives of most people. Well, we got it <laughs> uh, that i can say that i learned that uh, that the the ratio between the irrational and the rational in America is very much in favor of the irrational. That there is much greater unhappiness, much more suffering, much more. Look how he seems to revel in that. Look at that look on his face, that kind of like that wan self-satisfaction. But it's also like, remember, these people are projecting, yeah. when they use words like democracy, uh, rational, irrational, they are projecting onto that their own value system and belief about that or, or the one that they would like you to have. They would like you to believe that Nazism was a irrational outburst no, of violent totally passion and emotion. And when you take an actual historical look at it, that's not true. Right. That's not true. What else we got? Uh, yeah, maybe another minute or two. There's more stuff. There's more a, a wild. Said the country than one would imagine it from, from the adverti- from the advertisements that you get, a much more problematic country. Oh yes. Victory in the Second World War was celebrated as a triumph of democracy. <laughs> but in private, many policymakers were worried about the implications of the analysis of the soldiers. It seemed to show that underneath every American were irrational, violent drives. That's just... All right, that's about where we This can is cut just it. staggering. It's just it's bullshit. Like you, go, you go to war, horrible shit happens to you, and then these Jews are using that to prove these that they... These people, are, they bamboozle our country into fighting for the wrong side, to, to defeating, like, every world dictator and, and handing the entire world over to them. 
and they're worried that like the soldiers who had to carry out the dirty work aren't happy about it. They're enough. not worried about that. No. So what happens is what what happened is that they, a, they they used from my understanding from from this is and you can watch this whole documentary yourself. I'm going to. And Curtis is is critical of this. He's going to after he lays out, he's going to be critical of it. And he actually says some stuff that's kind of interesting. I've got I've got an interesting quote from him when talking about this documentary and and other parts of his work. Uh, which which indicates that he's he's a little bit our guy. Like if well, you'll see. But um, basically, they took these soldiers and they took the PTSD and they used it to to prove to prove a, a unfalsifiable thesis that they had beforehand. So they have this idea, and and fundamentally they call it irrationality. It's not irrational. It's anti-Semitism. Okay, that is what they are worried about. They are worried about how. We are going to call it irrationality. We're going to call it uncontrollable yeah. dark urges. We're going to call it these evil impulses. But what they, it really is, is is basically a potential for anti-Semitism and the desire for uh, uh, collective action, nationhood, th- things like that, which always freak Jews out. Like you even see, like Sarah Silverman goes on Twitter and she's like, I still kind of can't enjoy 4th of July because it kind of freaks me out, right? So even like patriotism, nation- nationalism, like those kinds of impulses... Uh, displays of of group cohesion and loyalty uh, by whites, particularly white Gentiles. It does Jews don't like it, and they want to break it down, and they don't like it. And so, they took soldiers that have been in combat, and they're like, "Oh, look, look!" And they tell, and they present themselves as experts to uh, to Gentile uh, elites in America, and they're like, "Look, this shows that like this whole population that you have." could become a big problem and here's like the ways we've got to control it and so ultimately what they did is they developed these techniques and look freudianism is bullshit but that doesn't mean some of the stuff that they do the manipulations they do don't don't like kind of work mm-hmm. so well h- how about teaching elites to mistrust their their own citizens and their own citizens right. are, are that, that's that's fundamentally that's fundamentally the attitude that is revealed is that you have you you create this uh this idea that the citizens are a problem to be managed and a problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is a, this is an attitude that, that liberal elites have had ever since. And I even see it, even if you're like, um, even at, at the level of like people that are like school administrators and such, they see parents as a problem, social workers and school administrators. They, they see parents as a problem when you want to, when they want to carry out. And this is something, this is almost a libertarian critique sort of, but it's it still, it, it applies like, they have like an idea of society and they use these these techniques of, of mind control really. That's what he's getting at, techniques of mind control, to to push people in a direction and ultimately the direction they push them towards is what they're calling rationality and democracy. But what it really is is just hedonistic individualism and self interest and, and, and a denial of collective uh, identity, collective consciousness and, and responsibility. That's what they, that's what they get you to reject, and also these are this is also where from these experiments that they did, they also produce the authoritarian per- personality out of this stuff. I mean, that it's the same people. It's the Frankfurt School. That's who, that's who these refugee it's, Central European psychoanalysts are. They they are the same literally individuals in the Frankfurt School, and this research was used to create the authoritarian personality, where they teach you that in fact this dark, deep, repressed urge is to be like your dad. Like, if your dad raised you strictly, and he raised you to be, like, a, a good man, and you wanted to imitate that later on, that meant you were suffering abuse. You had some Basically, kind of... yeah. Through all through all these psychological ideas, like, essentially, you just don't win as as a Gentile. 
because you can't win. because you have you have these crazy repressed desires and urges that come from some kind of abuse. Yeah, I guess. But also, also, if you were raised by what we would consider a decent family, you also have weird suppressed dark desires that came out of that. So like, well, they turned everything on their head. There's the desires, no way. There's yeah. no way for you to be healthy. Like they will concede. Like all right, that so that. That that book I'm reading about that woman whose father was was a was a semi closet gay and mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. so I want to talk about dark desires dark, well not even just, we want to talk about like the psychological effects of of a father mistreating their children or neglecting them and mm-hmm. doing what he was doing like this woman has fucking issues I mean she's got a handle on them she understands them it's like they'll I think they'll all concede that these things that this father did with this family screwed up all three kids. Right, but right. but they will they will have just as much contempt for a father like me, who's there for his kids and teaches them good stuff. Well, that they and, no, but they, they're specifically constructing. I mean, yeah. they they probably don't even want to make a study of this homosexual because they don't want to they don't want to acknowledge like because the link between homosexuality and abuse is right. something that the actual the professional psychological prof- profession. I'm sorry, has uh, been avoiding for right. a long time. Like they don't want they don't they don't want to learn that. Right. The, even though it's like it could save a lot of people a lot of misery, but they will concede that his lack of affection of towards his daughter sure. made her act out strange ways. Not being a homosexual, because I, cause I believe I don't believe she is, but in, the, in they'll this, concede that in stuff. this case, in this particular case, given all the facts, it would be hard for them yeah. to deny that the treatment led to problems, right? Right. But this is not a thing that they're particularly interested no. in studying. They want to study you, right? They want to study the normal family, where, as you said, the parents are having traditional mother and father roles where mm-hmm. it's a strict upbringing and where the ultimately the children then emulate that they mm-hmm. go on and they replicate that and that they were saying the authoritarian personality basically proves that kids that went and grew up to imitate their parents to to replicate the same lifestyle to get married have children have their own barbaric. strict family structure that carries forward this gentile christian family structure this white family structure that's what it is which is more important than even the other two. It's really white. I mean, you can call it any. You can call it whatever you want. White, Gentile, Christian. We know what it is. It's a European family style. That if you do that, it's because you are abused and repressing yourself. And so, what you need to do is repress that, and let all the things that are not that that you are repressing to keep yourself as a social being. All the uh, the actual dark and hidden desires have to come out, and the desires for conformity, social uh, cohesion, unity, those have to be repressed, which is amazing. And so this is actually what advertising does. Advertising appeals to your selfishness, your individuality. It, it makes you want more products. It makes that's how you express yourself. Express mm. yourself with these things. Buy more and more. And and this is something that he ends up. Talking about ultimately the, the 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 upshot of all of this was a people creating a people that was less community inclined, less nationally inclined, and more selfish and individualistic, and therefore less family oriented, mm-hmm. less religious. Well, they, the and this was the, this is exactly what the Jews wanted because when you do that, what is the likelihood you're going to get? A nationalistic anti-Semitic movement. Very little. And it doesn't matter. They will do exactly... They will do... Freudianism is basically like heads 
you lose and tails I win. That's Freudianism. That's how it works. Yeah. It, it's it's unfalsifiable. It doesn't really have a central thesis other than like you're fucked up. Let's find how and let's just dig in and we'll just make some shit up as we go. Like and a lot of people even acknowledge this. And so like I love it. They they, they like either they either he's right and they like tricked Gentile elites or they you know they they you know they they did some psychological shit on them to get them to think that or they're like oh god your people could all be Nazis. And so there is this distrust. They created this problem and it's all like you know this is where the the desires of the people and what they actually want are to be distrusted even though we claim to be a democracy the only way democracy can work is if we engineer the people to be a certain way first and then they'll have the right kind of desires Mm -hmm. and this is all linked and and ultimately it all links to consumerism It, it all links back to that where like the right kind of desire is a desire to buy the kinds of things that will make you feel like you're fulfilled and to eschew things like collective identities hmm. and uh, exclusive collective identities, like identities that like, yeah, uh, your, like collective identity, your collective white. identity. Your collective identity has to be yeah. Spider-Man yeah, fandom. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. As so we talked in the first you, hour, you can't you can't be white, can't be uh, Christian or, or American or mm-hmm. any. That's not. Those are no. unacceptable unless we redefine American to mean anything, which is again which another thing that they want to do. Prager, you just put out a video on Twitter a couple days ago before I was banned. I saw this. I'd probably put it on YouTube as well, where it was like, and it was a Jew sitting there, a Jew, a fucking Zionist Jew, a very strong Zionist Jew, Dennis Prager, sitting there telling us the thing that makes America magical is it's not about any ethnicity or group of people. It's about an idea. And then Ben Shapiro has the gall to fucking go up and say, Israel's about, Israel's the same, Israel's about the idea, but the idea is Judaism. That sounds like a social construction to me. And things that are socially constructed are bad, according to the left, so... I mean, I guess, uh, again, that's more of the same shit. Like, we're just going to pull this out when we want to. <laughs> ta- tactical nihilism. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's also tactical. I mean, Freudianism is tactical from the beginning. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to read this one quote oh. from Adam Curtis, who, right. who says, and, and it's do a it, little we got to go. It's I a little I bit. Do. Yeah, I know. It's a little bit maddening because he gets a lot of stuff wrong, but and he's clearly confused. But ultimately, Adam, what you're talking about is Jews. The thing you're rebelling against is Jewish propaganda and Jewish methods of social control to prevent Gentile societies from being self-actualizing. That is what you are talking about fundamentally, and you kind of get it. He kind of gets there because all these people you're talking about are Jewish. You never mentioned that they're all. We know Jewish. who the real Jews are, right? But he doesn't. So <laughs> when he ta- and a quote from him talking about his politics. I um, mean, this is some interview someplace. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just in Wikipedia, but it's very interesting. He says. People often accuse me of being a lefty. That's complete rubbish. If you look at the century of the self, what I'm arguing is something very close to a neoconservative position. Oh, okay. God. Now, you? He gets oh, that wrong. No, no, no. He just gets it wrong. I don't think wrong. he knows what neoconservative No, he means. doesn't know no, what it means because listen to what he says. He's just, he just gets it wrong. He should have just said conservative the, or paleoconservative because, or traditional conservative or whatever. It's not neoconservative. Neoconservatives are in favor of all the shit he hates. They love all that stuff. Uh, a neoconservative position, because I'm saying that with the rise of individualism, you tend to get the corrosion of the other idea of social bonds and communal networks, because everyone is on their own. Well, that's what the neoconservatives are. You know it's not. Neoconservatives love that. Domestically, if you ask me my politics are, I'm very much a creature of my time. I don't really have any. I changed my mind over different <laughs> issues, blah, 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 blah. So he's basically like... Special you, snowflake. You, yeah, he's, he's special snowflaking towards big, the end. He's a big brain centrist. But the funny thing is that he probably is actually, in reality, more like a traditional conservative. And what he says there about the individualism 
uh, has broken down these other traditional bonds. And I, I would argue that is the goal of the, the experiments yep. and the psychoanalysis and the things that they were doing. And the authoritarian personality, the book, which was written by these Central European refugee psychoanalysts, <laughs> uh, was specifically structured to, to create a stigma in the minds of, of the professional psychological uh, community and the intellectual community against, like, normal white families. Like, that is, if you read the book, that it is all about, like... It's stigma dick in it. If you... All right. All right. I guess we're done. Well, there's nothing that's happening here, too, where eternal last century, they started making the inner psychological lives of people intelligible something that they could try to understand mm-hmm. and manipulate and the postmodernists talk about this extensively like Foucault digs into this a lot, a lot, of, a lot of thought has been put into what happened because you notice in the documentary they mentioned that before before this time period you know your your private internal psychological life that was just your territory and it didn't it, didn't it wasn't something that was addressed publicly and uh, yeah. Quigley talks about this too where he says like when he started when he because the funny thing is Quigley's book ends in 1960, this is the tragedy and hope. It yeah, ends yeah. in 1964. That's when the historical record stops, but then he gives what his predictions are going to be. Interestingly, right afterwards, the pivotal year, That's 1965, when that's yeah. when Jewish power was totally ascendant in the United States. And he said that the, he said previously the state, the organization of the state was concerned with uh, military, uh, the organization of military and commerce. That was what the state was concerned with. And then suddenly, now the state becomes concerned with like the psychological well-being of its citizens. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting change, right? But that's because of that. And you know why did that change? Mm. Because they never wanted Nazism to be able to happen again. Mm. That's the thing. Like, I'm sorry. Like, we can get complex with it, but really, I'm I'm kind of a simple kind of a person. And like, a lot of this is just Jews that are like, "Please, God, how do we make it so these Gentiles can't become Nazis again?" And one of the ways we do that is we create a mass consumers individualist society. We break down communal bonds and networks, and we uh, make sure that everyone is deeply, deeply concerned with their inner self and expressing themselves and all this gay shit. Rather yeah. than like, no, yeah, you, you know you what, guy? Be, you like, should be alarmed that your government is taking a personal interest in your, your inner life. <laughs> yes, you should be, and that they're they're deeply concerned about it. I mean, yeah, you should be. What, what, if the society is based on like, let's have a let the functional operation of a military defense apparatus and a commercial apparatus like the the functioning of an economy the basic not not like you know you know what i'm talking about. i know basic stuff to keep mm-hmm. the, and then everyone's like but you know in, in terms of like the you, the shit that keeps you up at night or whatever, that's not you're on your own buddy take care of that yourself that's yeah. not our problem uh and yeah no they shouldn't be taking an interest in that it's like we're setting up the basic boundaries here and uh but if you do that what happens oh well maybe you know, so something. You know, if, we're, if they're not managing the mental state of people to make sure that they're constantly, uh, you know, being exposed to various types of propaganda and induced into various mindsets, like they might become Nazis. I mean, that's what it is. Jews are so fucking afraid of this, and that it, they. It's like I'm almost like Jews. Like, and I know there's some listening. Why don't you just back the fuck off? Just back off. Just leave people the fuck alone. Hey, like, you've got you, your own country. You do this to hmm. yourselves. They're going to accuse me of like victim blaming. It's like, it's like why do you make me? Why do you make me do? This? But it's again, 
It's like, why, oh, why do you hurt me? So why do you hurt you? Give me the tithe. No, it's like, dude, no, it's like, just go away. Just go away. I don't. All I'm asking you to do is leave people alone. Yeah. That's it. Leave people alone. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, all right. Well, I gotta go. That was good. Yeah, I gotta really go. Like, uh. Oh, that oh, kind of go. Sorry. No, I coffee. Coffee. I have an appointment. Right through me. I, I got mean, an appointment. I didn't mean to be yelling so much. No, it's okay. It was good. That's. I mean, that's that's the show. Well, uh, what are you, am I going to mad wop tomorrow night? Yeah. Are we going to call this the century of the gelf? I, I think that's kind of dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. It is kind of... Well, imagine just like, having a dumb show title. It's like dumber than usual. <laughs> century of the gelf is pretty good. <laughs> dumber than <laughs> <laughs> Paywall, F- uh, Paywall FTN will be out early tomorrow. James Alsa, Jazz Hands, make sure you're on the paywall for that. You don't want to miss that. And uh, I don't know. That's that. Thanks, guys. See ya. Always give your best. Never get discouraged. Never be petty. Always remember. Others may hate Those who hate you don't win unless you hate them. Then you destroy yourself. Destroy yourself.